Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Oops. Oh. That's Hi. everything's all kind of wrong. What a great start to the show. <laughs> yes. That's what the pre-show is all about. Getting all our mistakes out of the way. <laughs> yes, exactly. If we launch. Um, you may have noticed we were a couple seconds late there, folks, because I forgot the last second. Oh, crap. I didn't turn the sound back on. And uh, so that's why I had my goof. And then I don't know. I don't know. What was that? I'm, apparently. I don't know. I, what's I, on your table? I hit, I, I, yeah, it was on the table. So I think I hit. Yeah. You know what? I hit my foot pedal. Oh, uh, yeah. Switch me to this scene, which is what I'm going to be playing tomorrow on my show. I've got a word game and I've got a a graphic novel that I'll be reading from. Because every Wednesday, folks, on my channel at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, I do Words on Wednesday, where I focus on word-based games and then I read from graphic novels and so forth. It's a lot of fun. So that's what it was. I was just setting up a commercial for myself. (laughs) There you go. Very good. Very good. Well, yeah, (laughs) folks, you should definitely check it out. That's actually a very cool idea. Um... (laughs) What was the game? I saw the word Fred, I thought. Oh, uh, so the uh, the graphic novel is Your oh, Pal Fred. Okay. Yeah, so it's geared towards like middle schoolers, uh, graphic novel. And I you know, requested it because my niece is around that age, and I know that after I preview it, I'm, she's going to get the copy. Ah, okay. And then the game itself that I'm going to be playing, Word Domination, which is really Ooh, cool. Ooh, that is I- very good. Have you played this one? Yes, oh. I have. I believe I covered it when it was on Kickstarter. It's uh, it's oh, basically, nice. it's it's not from... The designer of paperback, which from the publisher of paperback, he worked yes. with another designer, and it's isn't it like uh, it's basically Scrabble meets an area control game, yeah. right? Yeah, that's totally what it is, and I was blown away. I was like, no, I didn't think it would work, but once I played it, and I've only played it solo, solo, it has a pretty cool solo variant, which and it did not have when I played it. I would have liked to have yeah, tried that. That's right, and um, so you can play. I played it four times. I've only won once, and it was by the skin of my teeth. So it is a challenge. Oh, I, that sounds I very really, cool, yeah, folks! If you haven't really already, uh, walk away from us for a second. We're not doing anything right away, and go follow, or even better, subscribe to Ruel Gaviola on Twitch. You don't want to miss that because, yeah, Word Domination. That is one of those under the radar games, and it shouldn't be. It's really nicely done. Yeah, I was I was so surprised that it didn't really. I mean, after playing it, I'm like, wow, why don't I hear more about this game? I, people just aren't aware of it, or maybe they think area control is scary. No, it, it's it's really good. Um, I was very very pleasantly surprised, and I think now, yeah, uh, now because I can play it solo, it, there is that co-op mode. Yeah, it's a cooperative mode um, that you you play through. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Right now. Oh wow, yeah. that would be even better. Yeah, I mean that was my really only problem with it is Jen. I thought it was cool, but we were just not keen on doing area control with each other. Yeah, but that you can totally... geez, I'm actually now into. Well, okay, I'm subscribed. I'm following you. I'm gonna tune in because I want to <laughs> see that definitely. And hey, 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 Linus Cabal, yeah. thank you for resubscribing. And same to you, Kabuki Kid and Knight Two Four E and the Oro. Uh, about an hour ago, subscribed with Prime. Hooray! We're getting ever closer, ever closer to unlocking. What are we at? 69 now of 149. I'll probably have nice. another RVR next month at the rate we're going. All right. Woo. Love it. Love the RVRs. We've got an RVR coming up real soon, actually, right? Yes. Uh, uh, wait, is that this week? 
That is this week, Thursday. Hello. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. Jeez Louise. Yes, it's this Thursday. You and I yeah. will be R and Ring our way through um through Gay Paris, right? In on yes. tour with the Paris map. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love on tour. I just got those uh the maps and I need to look over the rules. I'm not sure exactly what they changed. Oh, so you haven't tried person. it yet, right? I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, today's my day to Definitely practice. I mean I wouldn't mind upping my chances of winning because I've played it once with Jen, and I'm just going to warn you right now: the Paris map significantly ups the crunch factor of on tour. With okay. interestingly, without really um, you know increasing the rules complexity hardly at all. But okay. I mean, never before have I. There have been times like you know, okay, I just have to figure out my entire path right now. You know, right. normally I'm like, okay, I'm kind of working on this, and it's going to connect over there. But no, I need to know everything. Because it really pushes it with that river that you can cross anytime you want. It's very, very right, cool. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. I mean, it's still the same basic, you know, roll the dice. Oh, yeah, yeah. The core gameplay the is exactly okay. the same. It's just they've added uh, new... Co- they've added the concept of boats. In the okay. uh, river boats in Paris and ferries in New York. Although, New York... It's interesting. New York, um, I wouldn't say got any more crunchy, but it got a lot more complex. Because they added, like, three or four new elements to the game. Whereas, the Paris only just added one that's very simple. Um, okay, cool. it's really interesting. I highly recommend it. Uh, I highly recommend both. I highly recommend on tour. And so, yeah. folks, you've got your week set. Tomorrow, you're going to check um, Word Domination with Ruel, and then we'll both be back on Thursday touring Paris. Okay. Yes. Very cool. And uh, Stopping Your Razor asked a great question. Uh, will chat be able to play along this Thursday? Yes. Thank you for mentioning. There is a link. There will be a link available. And I guess I should probably release it sooner, shouldn't I? So you don't have to. Although. No, I mean, actually, I probably will just put the, you know, we'll, we'll start at noon, we'll jibber-jabber for a half an hour, and that'll give everybody a chance to print out, because we'll have a link for it. I've, I think okay. I've got, do you have the, you, do you have the black and white low print? Ink print? Um, I, no, they, they sent me the color. They actually, oh, they sent you one of the ones I've got? Well, I, they yeah, got a link, yeah. I'll have to put it someplace so that people can download it, print it out, and play with us, definitely. Okay. And crush us both. Uh, awesome, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be fun. If history is anything <laughs> to go by. Okay. Right. Well, cool. Hey, so folks, last week, um, Ruel, he needed a nap, and he was ready to leave at um, yeah. 2 p.m. Yeah. PST on the dot, and that week. left yeah. a whole bunch of outstanding questions. So we thought, hey, how about this week we start with a Q&A in it, instead of in with a Q&A and ha- take care of those outstanding questions? Yes. All right. So let's just, we're just going to go down the list. Again, thank you folks for hanging out with us for the R&R pre-show. Uh, we're going to hang out for a bit, and then you will... Uh, be here as we record live our top 10 games we'd buy right now. Yes. That's coming up in about 30 minutes or so. But for the, let's just jump right into it. The first question that we have here is from Ripplebrook. What's a theme that you wish appeared in more games? You know what? I have an easy answer for that because I my most recent top 10 was top 10 themes I would like to see appear in games. And oh. it was uh, the result of working with you, the live Twitch audience. So if you do a search for Arado top 10 um, probably themes or something like that, you'll find it. And uh, th- those were 10 very good ones. So I'm off the hook, but you still have to answer. Oh, man. Can I just go off your list? Can I just no, say, you cannot. One of those? <laughs> well, okay. Here's something that's on my mind. I just backed a game... Uh, on Kickstarter called uh, Deadball, and it's a baseball theme uh, game. And there are a few baseball games out there, but they're the only one that's to me personally that's worth playing is Baseball Highlights 2045. But this Deadball looks pretty cool. It's a very simplified version of the game. I would like to see baseball 
as a theme uh, more in games. I, I love I love America's pastime, and I would like to see more games with it. Coming from you, that makes perfect sense. If I'd had to yeah. guess, that probably would have been my guess as to what you would say, now that I think <laughs> about it. I mean, you know, I love sci-fi the best. I enjoy fantasy and stuff, but we have plenty of those games. So why not more, you know, baseball games? Okay, uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Kabuki Kid says, what game that you love deviates the most from your standard likes? A game you have never would have never expected to like. Oh, I like this question. This is great. That is an excellent question. In fact, wow. I agree. Um, I'm just going to go to my uh, top ranked games. Let okay. me uh, take a look. While you look at that, I know mine right off the bat. So I'll yeah, just talk okay. real quick here. My favorite game that I love the most that deviates from my standard like. So I'm not a social deduction fan or mm. any kind of deduction type fan. Right. I, I'm a horrible detective. I've said it many times. If, you, if I was the police, every single criminal would get away. But the game that I like the most that is a deduction game is The Search for Planet X. That game is outstanding. It it's is? It's a deduction game and just... It, it it makes you feel like you're a scientist, uh, which it makes me feel smart, even though I am totally not finding Planet X every time. But even though you I'm are literally s- flailing around in the uh, the dark yeah, night sky in the universe. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm but curious that, why. Um, as somebody who you know, just you, you don't have a predilection or a preference for it, but somehow, what is it that pulls that one it, over the it, fence? It, for I you? just I don't think my brain works that way. I just I I don't know what it is. And but the search for Planet X, what I like about it is that. I can play with the app and I can play solo and I just take my time. And if I really mm. think things through and take my time, I can uh, beat the game. But it's just, I my brain doesn't work quickly enough, I think. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things. It's not my jam totally, uh, brainwave, brainwaves. But I, I, I still, I mean, I love Search for Planet X. So that's the one that deviates for me. What about you? Did you find Well, that? um my highest ranked game or you know one of the games I absolutely love more than anything else. I should not like it all because of the theme. I am not even remotely interested uh in Cyberpunk as a setting and even less so in um oh what's it called the the fantasy uh fusion with Cyberpunk? Uh Shadowrun, Fantasy. you know the Shadowrun universe. That oh, has okay, just yeah, yeah. never had yeah. any interest for me at all, but I love to Same. pieces Shadowrun Crossfire. And I, I know, uh, I, I like that in yeah. spite of its theme. And interestingly, my wife loves it too, in spite of the fact that she vehemently despises overly challenging, super hard, punishing co-ops. So that's one for both of us. Uh, oh, uh, do we have a duel going on? Yes, we do. Oh, oh, what's a duel? Uh, a duel. Uh, people can challenge each other to a duel. Uh, it's, I've moved it over to the bottom right corner so I don't have to worry about the uh, text covering it up. It's oh, just okay. something people can do in the background. Um, they are right. literally fighting for credits that they could use. And they dodge each other and there's crits and stuff like that. Um, yeah, they're down there in, in the bottom right. Uh, just having a good old time. Uh, and they're actually right. testing because it was broken for a little while. But it is fixed now. I'm glad to see the duels are back. It's so tiny, I can't Good hardly see. see it. Let me see. Who is it? It's... Oh, oh, no. Ah, Flashburn just ran... Oh, I didn't see who they killed. <laughs> it was probably Goblin, because I think it was Goblin yeah. really pushing to get it back. Yep. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, our... Our friend uh, Tim Rails in the chat, he says, Planet X is so good, and the scalability between players is perfectly done. I absolutely 100% agree. And actually, folks, speaking of Tim, I was on his show last night, Codenames Live. Oh, yeah. Fun. You've done it as well, Rado. Yes, with, that is uh, a hell Shay of a Parker. good time to be on that show. So much fun, folks. If you're not following Tim, please do uh, so right now um, in, in chat. Just click on his name and follow his channel. He's awesome. 
Okay, cool. let's get back to the questions. Yes, okay. So that's a good choice. Okay. Um, oh, wait, no, I thought of one more. actually that I don't like because of gameplay. I'm going to say oh. uh, Theseus Dark Orbit, which is Ooh. a kill or be killed or be, kill or be killed Moncala game where everybody's moving Ooh. around in Moncala trying to wipe each other out. I should hate I that with a passion. It's yeah, so yeah. brilliant. It's so clever. I love it. It's it's the Moncala that got you. Yeah, it's, it's the Moncala. Yeah, I came for the yeah. Moncala, and I begrudgingly stayed in spite of the fact we're trying to kill each other. <laughs> nice. Uh, Rare Norb says, Nations the Dice Game or Castles of Burgundy the Dice Game. Wow. That is interesting. That's a good I one. I enjoy them both. Huh. Now, Castle of Burgundy, that's more of a roll and write, whereas Nations the Dice Game is more of a dice placement game? I forget. What yes, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but they're both in the same, I mean... Yeah, I mean, Nations of Dice yeah. Game could have been a roll and write if they included. Yeah, but, I mean, they, totally. they they didn't. They, they gave you components, but they both they kind of feel like they're in the same milieu. I mean, yeah, Nations mm-hmm. could have been. It's just not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, strictly speaking, if that's the way you want to uh, quantify them, yeah, that's one way to. Uh, real quick comment from uh, Don. Don says, uh, Don Gilstrap says. Uh, oh man, I was just watching a couple of Star Trek episodes last night, and that's totally the fight music, isn't it? Yeah, yes, it is. You, you, yeah, grab a from from uh, what what's the, what episode is it? One Spock and Kirk fight. Well, that, that would be um, is that a Muck time? I believe is the yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. right. I mean, but that, yeah. that was their standard fight music. They used it all the time because they only had like uh, you know seven seven bits of music they could use over and over again, which is why they're all drilled so permanently into my brain. But never mind the fact that Alexander Courage was a brilliant genius, and they're all just wonderful. But yeah, 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 that that is the classic Star Trek theme. I actually, at one point, I did go and download and got ready a uh, Mortal Kombat! Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And I, 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 I haven't set it up yet, but I could. Or maybe I, I should make that. duels the Mortal Kombat music. So there's different. That, ooh, yeah. that is totally what I should do. The next time yeah. somebody challenges each other to do a duel in a future episode, you may um, have something else to listen to. Spoilers. Mortal Kombat. I love it. Uh, this one from Bing. I'm. This is apparently. Wait, no, dude, you, you, you're dodging the bullet. What's Which the one? Uh, call of, you know, um, Nations, the dice game. Oh, Nation, oh duh. Ca- um, Castle Burgundy. I, I got to go Castle Burgundy. I, I mean, that's. I love the game more, and I, I'm a sucker for a roll and write. I do, I, I like them both, but yeah, Castle Burgundy. I'm I think I, I think I'm inclined to agree. Uh, yeah. I mean, although man, Nations, when you get the Unrest expansion, that really raises it up quite a bit. I need to get that expansion. Yeah, yeah it's it's definitely. I mean, if you have the base game, you have to get that expansion. Okay, will do. Uh, so Bing is talking. What if? Luke, oh, okay. Is Luke Skywalker? What if Luke decided to study Spanish instead of German? That would be a continuation. I, this makes no sense. A week later, remember we were talking yeah. about the fundamental change of how I chose Spanish instead of German and how it completely right. changed. And I believe we also talked about Star Wars. So I believe Bing oh. is just trying to get you know mix some chocolate Mash and peanut butter up. there, okay. and it makes no Got sense it. a week later. Okay, we, we shall move on. Although it is a big, uh, it is a really interesting question. What if Luke, who was trying to, had made it into the Naval Academy, right? Wasn't he trying to do that? Isn't that part of yeah. his backstory? Yeah, that but he his couldn't uncle wait. wouldn't allow him because he, yep. he had to stick around the moisture farm or whatever. Yep. So, uh, Forrest Glass asks, Rod Orwell has a photo with Becca Scott. Who is the person in the bottom left with you? Oh, that's right, yes, because we spent a little bit of time collage? talking about the, uh, you know, the, mon- the, the not the montage. That's collage. a video thing. What, what do you call it? Oh, the collage. Yeah. Um, the collage. That was, oh, shoot. Melina Gubernik, who for a few years oh, yeah. had the number one board game blog on Board Game Geek. 
Uh, it was called Mina's Fresh Cardboard. It was absolutely wow. fantastic. Yes, she had literally yes. thousands of people um, subscribed and checking out and commenting. And you know, I, 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 and I knew her because she and I had done a couple of things together, and I'd met her once at Essence Beal. And I was always, Mina, you should go on ahead and, and become a full-time... You, you could totally make a career out of... You. I mean, she's so smart, and she had such yep. an incredible following. Um, but her day job, if I recall correctly, I could be wrong about this... She was actually a, a translator for the UN. And she thought, you know what? Oh, wow. It's probably more important I keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, make this I remember that blog. I love that blog. She, yeah, she's, oh, she was so good at what she did. Oh, okay, she was cool. amazing. I wish she'd come back. I mean, I mean, yeah. I subscribed. I, I, every one of her blog drops were the best. And you could probably nice. still do a search for Mina's Fresh Cardboard and find them. They still stand up. Her thing was she had really, really nice... Um, thematic descriptions of the games but then she also just had tons of gorgeous pictures she took of them right right i remember cool uh so kabuki kids asks and do either of you have any mandala effect memories that are inaccurate this we were talking about uh is that i don't think we were talking about the mandala effect but i'm aware of it that's just like you know that's the thing where society at large all agrees that oh this is a thing that happened, and it never really did. Like, you know, the easiest yeah. one is nobody in Star Trek ever said, beam me up, Scotty. And, right. um, you know, Darth yeah. Vader's never said, Luke, I am your so, father. Um, although in uh, in board games, I guess you could say, um, you know, you do not, if, if, if you get free parking, you do not get the money out of the set or the board in Monopoly. You know? <laughs> oh, that's so right. there's all yeah. these kinds of things. Yeah. So oh, is there funny. something, well, I mean, the whole problem with an on-doll effect is if I suffer from it, I don't know it. That, that's yeah right it doesn't you weren't or you weren't wouldn't be aware of it yeah i, I can't think of anything yeah okay so um, i got nothing i mean either let's move on uh force of glass says what is the butterfly effect moment that brought well towards michelle oh okay you were talking about yes how the the one important thing in your life yeah if you walked uh, backwards yeah from meeting michelle wow. what was the first choice you made in your life that ultimately led to that moment Wow. So I've talked about how Michelle and I, we actually knew each other in second grade. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So there it is right there. We just happened to move in the same neighborhood, go to the same thing. But, you know, we, we went to elementary school, you know, then we went to different high schools, lived our separate lives. So the thing that I, I can point to is I had a high school reunion and we had a mutual friend that I went to high school with. And she said, hey, I'm still in touch with Michelle. We should all have dinner sometime, hang out and catch up. I was like, oh, that'd be great. And that's... So Pretty you choosing to go to your what your ten year high school reunion or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I could have easily not. I there was I was like, who I does? Didn't I, I didn't. Gonna, yeah, I I was like I didn't have to go, but I was like, okay, I'll go. You know, just for you know whatever. And uh, and you went and she about, didn't, but a friend she did. No, right. Our mutual friend went to the same high school as I did. Michelle went to a different high school. Oh, okay, all right. So because of this mutual friend, and you know, I could have easily flaked out, and you know, just but that was the one thing I, I can. Uh, Do you remember why you did it? I, I don't remember, uh, honestly, yeah. It was just one of those things, you know, uh, let's go have dinner and hang out. It'd be nice, you know, whatever. No, but, I mean, why did we you could... decide? I mean, because, I mean, does anybody want to go to a high school reunion? I guess probably the older you get, the less inclined you are to want to. But I didn't want, I mean, yeah. I had the opportunity to go to my tan, and I did not want to. But apparently, yeah. you, and you, like I said, you're on the fence. What what yeah. did you do? Was it just like, I got nothing else to do this Thursday, or? No, you know what it was, honestly? It was I my best friend from high school at the time. He was going, so I wanted to hang out with him and see him. Uh, we could have easily just gone out and hung out by ourselves, but he's like, no, let's go to the reunion. Okay. I was like, oh, so yeah, you were peer okay, pressured yeah. into it. Peer pressured. I mean, I'm not going to say I was peer pressured into <laughs> because it. Because he's I, not I your wanted, peer. I was curious, too. I was curious, <laughs> too. So. 
But there, right. that's the one that led to, yeah. So you um, owe him, you, you owe him quite a bit then. I, I do, yeah, yeah, I should let him know. Uh, would your Rotto persona have still existed without that choice? So without the choice, let's go back a little bit. You were talking about, uh, you got cast in a school play. Yes. And your Rotto persona, that's when it came, really... I suspect it would because the um, series of events that led me to being cast against my will into that school play really had nothing to do with German or Spanish. Uh, You know, that was something that basically came out of my honors English class because uh, there was a girl I was in love with, Jamie Harris, who has since (laughs) gone on to be a stock car racer, I believe. Uh, no way in life Whoa. which is amazing i looked wow. her up a few years ago because i was thinking i like oh my god she races cars that's incredible i love <laughs> her even more now but um you know i was cuckoo uh crushing on her but she was dating some um actually we're you know we were in we were we were we were juniors and she was dating a freshman and so that was kind of like the school joke and um at one point miss smith in our honors english class stepped out and left us to ourselves and there was a you know a class jerk uh started making fun of Jamie um you know in the way she often would you know take crap for it and i was like Ugh. I just basically, I turned around and looked at him and just laid into him. Uh, you know, I don't remember at all what I said, but it was like one of those moments in like a teen comedy where, oh my God, where'd that guy come from? And, that, and that's what it was. And I, you know, and I just like laid into him. It was just, you know, I just kind of ran him around in circles. And, and then Miss Smith came in before anything could happen. Thankful. Okay. <laughs> um, but wow. the, the superstar senior of the school, you know, like, yeah, he was... Uh, captain of the basketball team and he was honor you know it was valid he was one of those kids that kid yeah. was in that day and he said that richard ham kid i had no idea he had that in him and so wow. he went to the principal principal holgren uh robin did and said i want him as the lead because i'm directing the uh the school <laughs> the the play this year and chris called i think that's a great idea let's pull that kid out of his shell and for the first time ever because i was a good kid i got called into the principal's office i was terrified what's happening here and he said okay uh mr ham you're going to be starring in Robin's uh, production of What's It Over There. And I'm like, why is Robin in this room? What's going on? What? And I was not (laughs) given a choice. And so that's how I ended up in that play. And so it had nothing to do as far as, I mean, yeah, nothing really to do with the German or Spanish thing. That's a great story. Wow. Yeah. So you're you're uh voluntold to to get to be in the play. <laughs> I and, like that. Uh, I've never heard that before, but yes. That, that's so something I I steal from Michelle. Michelle uh, uses that all the time for with her students, voluntold. <laughs> um but that's interesting. So all the, even though all those years uh, ago, you were using your voice to to do good. So I, I like that. Yeah. You know, that 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 fits the uh the model that we we understand here. Um let's move on here. We've got Forest Glass. Have you two heard of butter coffee? What the heck is going on with that this idea? I have no idea what butter coffee is. I'm assuming they're referring to bullet coffee because bullet coffee oh. is taking coffee and putting yeah. like a half a stick of butter in it. Yeah. I believe um, that's what bullet coffee is. I, I think you're right. I've heard of it. I've not tried it. It doesn't sound appealing to me. Just well, I would all think, I mean, well, first of all, I, I cannot stand um, coffee, but I think it would make sense. I mean, basically, it's just going to add like, you know, just like a really rich, creamy, you know, yeah. flavor to the coffee. And of course, the reason you do it, yeah, yeah, a bullet coffee, bullet, bulletproof coffee is a high caloric drink. Um, yep. It's intended to be part of a carb heavy breakfast. Coffee, uh, um, grass fed butter, and, um, you know, mixed up in a blender. So, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Uh, coffee is disgusting to me, but. I, I would totally be yeah. down for it because I am a uh, um, a, a, a 
A carb-heavy breakfast? Wait. Oh, it's replacing a carb-heavy breakfast. Yeah. I've been a low-carber for like two decades. So that's why I know about it. If I were a coffee drinker, I would totally be doing it every day. Okay. And I do enjoy coffee. I'm not much of a coffee drinker much anymore. But yeah, I I don't know. Putting all that butter in there doesn't sound appealing to me. Um, Again, it's just just a different form. Have you ever put cream in your coffee? Yeah. You know, okay. Here's my favorite thing to put in coffee. Instead of creamer... Uh, or sugar. I like to put a little, a little small, tiny scoop of ice cream in my coffee. That's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> now that could maybe sell me. Yeah. Uh, Goblin asks, uh, '60s Star Trek, '70s Star Wars, '80s Star Trek again, roughly. Do you think if you'd been born a decade later, you'd be a Star Wars fanboy <clears throat> instead of a Star Trek one? Okay, that's for me. I think uh, yeah. because you are a pretty strong Star Wars fanboy. Yeah. I was born in '69. And what that, you know, I mean, actually, it's interesting that Goblin points that out. I don't think I've ever said that, but it's probably true. Maybe one of the reasons that, you know, I love Star Wars, don't get me wrong, but it's not like something that, you know, moves me to my core, defines me as a person or any of that kind of stuff. I just, I've always thought Star Wars was really neat. But um, Mm -hmm. by the time I saw Star Wars in 77, you know, in Sacramento, California at the Omnidome, standing in line like everybody else on the first weekend, uh, Star Trek had already been a major part of my life for what? three or four years and you know i'd already seen every okay. episode i probably memorized all the music and i could quote so for me star wars like oh this is like star trek but with more guns okay that's neat mm. but you know it didn't so yeah. the question is if i had been born in 79 well that means i wouldn't have been old enough i mean i would have missed all of them. i wouldn't have seen any of them in the theater i would have mm. seen them all you know on home video and whatnot and yeah so i guess maybe but I'm just as likely to have seen Star Trek. Um, and you know, and yeah. there was a lot more Star Trek content for me to consume on TV than there, than there has been Star Wars up until recently. So yeah. I don't think so. I think, yeah. I'd, I think I would... I mean, Star Trek just speaks to me more as a person. I always say, Star Wars changed pop culture forever. Star Trek changed the world, you know? Um, by yeah. inspiring generation upon generation now of people who went into aerospace industries and um, you know, and, yeah. I mean, they, you know, it, it's on record. The um, the creator of the flip phone was trying to emulate the um, the communicators <laughs> from Star Trek. I mean, so yeah. many things that we take for granted were inspired by. I mean, it's incredible the legacy of that show. So I mean, I, I would always sure. think I would probably um, lean more towards towards uh, Trek than Wars, regardless of of when I was exposed to all of them. Yeah. And I don't know if I was born later, I maybe, maybe I would, I, you know, I, I, as much of a Star Wars fanboy uh, as I am, I, I, I still love Star Trek, mm. you know, and for the reasons you, you talked about, I mean, it has changed the world quite literally. I mean, you know, uh, with, you know, technology and everything else. And it's first generation kiss on television. Astronauts. I mean, so many things, yeah. you know, just normal, yeah. you know, and incredible. Yep. Uh, let's, oh, here's a good one. What's a theme or game type you'd like to see as a pandemic? So I'm assuming like a theme for, you know, there's different. Ooh, pandemic another pandemic games. spinoff. Yeah. Wow. So what do we have? We have, there's a Cthulhu pandemic. There yeah. is a fall Rome pandemic. Yep. We have standard pandemic. What it was the, there's the Iberia, which is Iberia. still pandemic, just in a specific place and time. Uh, right. there's, um, rising tides, which is about the flow of water and, you know, the, right. uh, the Dutch trying to staunch that off of course there's uh legacy three which is you know 50s 60s era spies you know um u.s versus soviet spies 
And you know, and that just goes to show what an incredible range of themes you could do with the core idea of, hey, there's cubes on a map that tend to build up over time, and if you ignore them, they will eventually explode. But meanwhile, yeah. you have to go and do things. Right. And it's even outside of the pandemic world. You have games like Flashpoint, you know, the, the yeah. fire one. The, that, that's really similar to pandemic. Also, anyone knows the game Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's a pirate theme. Yep, one, yep, yep, yep. With, 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 again, with you know, a fire spreading. Did you got to keep under yep. control while doing what you yeah. want to do? And then, of course, there's the Forbidden Games from Matt Leacock yeah, himself, where he's yeah. using those same kind of ideas. So, what yeah. is a theme? Hmm. Um,. So it, you know, impl implicitly a universal thing. There's always some. I just thought of one. What's that? I just thought of one. Okay. Uh, Star Trek Tribbles. That's such a no-brainer. Oh my god! Of right? course. <laughs> Trouble with Tribbles. Yes. Too many Tribbles. They're taking over the Enterprise. You got to put them. Put that them is out. freaking perfect. While at the right? same time you have this it, other thing of, oh, there's subterfuge going off the Klingons on the yep. space station. And we're really That's just trying to I deal with this, but the triples keep popping up all over the place. <laughs> You know what? I am not going to come up with a better one. You you just won the internet today. That is there it is. That, perfect. That's us right there. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, I love Linus. that. And it would come yeah, with cute little you. fur balls for the triples right? instead, yeah, of cubes. instead of cubes. <laughs> just little tiny fur balls. <laughs> yeah, Linnaeus says you can even call it too many triples. Agreed. Yeah. Oh my gosh, folks. I am. I I've, I've done my job today. Shoot. I, yeah. Somebody all, get uh, Matt crazy. Leacock on the phone. <laughs> And tell him yeah. to collaborate with, I don't yeah. know who, but make that happen. I want yeah. that. <laughs> uh, Rare Norbass, have you heard about the new Star Trek-inspired game Starship Captains by CGE? I've heard about it. I didn't know it was a Star Trek-inspired game. Well, it Did very it much really? looks like it. Um, okay. you know, I mean, I, 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 I think, you know, if you just take one look at it, it's it's obvious. And I saw it. Um, I've, let's see, where do I put it on my, let's see. I put it up, uh, Star Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Now that I look at the cover, that that looks like uh, what's her name, Jane. Um, uh, I forget what, what's, what's it the called. Captains, Starship Captains. Oh, Starship. Starship. Yeah. There we go. Starship Captains. I'm gonna put it on screen for folks. Um, yeah. There's no way somebody doesn't look at that and say, well, okay, yeah. there is obviously a, yeah. a love for Star Trek. Captain I mean, there's Janeway, more stuff yeah. there going on than just Star Trek, but. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, you know, I saw. Oh, CGE. Okay, interested. Oh my gosh, look at that mm -hmm. box cover. Very interested. And that's as far as I've taken it so far. Same. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's uh, the next one. Uh, Ripple has Ruel. Have you seen the baseball game that's coming to the Gaffa? I have Ripple Brook. Um, I don't know. The, the, it's a weird name to me. I have no idea what. I, I know it's a baseball game, so I'm gonna have to take a closer look at that. Uh, but thanks for reminding me. Have you any interest in that, Richard? Uh, Blaze Ball. Blaze Ball, the card game. Um, d no. But it looks okay. like, okay, instead of being set in a sci-fi universe, it's some kind of fantastical thing? Because you're playing yeah. against gods and ghosts and such? Yep. So okay, I will cool. take a closer look at that. Yeah, I may, I may back it. We, we shall see. Yep. Um, let's move on to Ruckus. Uh, Ruckus asks, what's your favorite randomizing mechanism and why is it a D20, JK? <laughs> randomizing mechanism, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously there's dice and there's a deck of cards. Yeah. So those are the two cards. obvious ones. Those are the OG randomizers. Um, yeah. I know Jen's without a doubt is the cube tower. She uh, loves yeah. that. Any kind of game can use that cube tower for yeah. something other than area control and, you know, combat, you know, Shogun style. She nice. loves it. And there there need to be more cube tower games in the world. 
Yeah. And I can't I like blame her. Old... Cube Tower is so brilliant. A randomizer cool. where the device has memory. <clears throat> you know? Yes. That is Ooh, actually what, what so brilliant. What are some brilliant. recent examples of a Cube Tower? Cube Towers, I know in... Um, what was the well, one Shogun was... Wallenstein were the original ones. Okay. And then um, Steffenfeld uh, brought it back for Amerigo. Amerigo, that's right. And then more recently... Oh, I'm trying to remember. There was a was, Fantasy was Tower the Climber. By... Yeah, and then there was also a game by John D. Clare that used it, right? Yes. The... Uh, no, no, that one's not. Uh, that oh, looks like not. it. It is a tower you dump cubes into, but it does not uh, have the shelves where things get stuck. It was just a oh. tower you drop them in, and then they get split out into different buckets. That's it was right. more like a pachinko machine than a, yeah, yeah. than a cube tower. I know there's at least yeah. one more cube tower game out there and I can't think of what it is right now, but I'm excited about it too. So I'm going to say Cube yeah. Towers on behalf okay. of my wife, but also I think they are. I mean, they can do they do something that other systems just can't do. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, I, I'm obviously a, like a, a rolled dice, but okay, here's something totally random. Uh, my favorite randomizing mechanism is, you know when you play bingo at a bingo hall and they have the little oh. like, ping pong balls in yes. that thing that sucks it up? I, I love I, I just I'm mesmerized by that thing. So there's my randomizing mechanism, the bingo ball picker thingy. Yep. Ooh, another is, one that yeah. is very, very cool, of course, are marble ramps. You know, you dump your marbles in, they come oh, out, they, yeah. uh, uh, which again is, is basically what the, uh, the John D. Clare um, Edge of Darkness was as well. So that's a cool that's idea your, too. Yeah. And that's kind of that like is. what you're talking about. You yeah, drop them yeah, in, totally. they come out in different places. Yep. Very cool. Okay, Ruckus asks, uh, have you considered a top 10 games playable with a large chat audience? Didn't we talk about this before? Or did we we've do like a it, list? But I don't think yeah, we've made some... a top 10 like that. Yeah, that, that's oh, a no, good no. one. I we, we, I want to say we did a top We did a top 10 remote playable. Remote play, yes, yes. Which is, which is pretty much the same thing. I would pretty say that's the 95% the same thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, for Ruel, what's your favorite Topo Chico flavor? I've only had regular and lime. I hope to try grapefruit one day. That's a great question. My favorite is lime, and it has been sold out in my area for months, and I'm dying right now. So I actually tried the grapefruit. It's not bad. The, I actually uh, like the plain one, too. But as you can see, I'm not drinking Topo Chico. I'm back to LaCroix right now. So it's a rough time in my life right now, folks. And I just spilled it, too. So yeah, Oh, no! Uh, spilled it right on my table. Uh, let's move on to the next question. Uh... Who's currently your fourth favorite board game artist? In other words, let's skip the Miko Detrainment. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, wow. I got to throw Beth Sobel in there. I love Beth Sobel's work. I'm a huge fan of hers. I mean, she's not my fourth. She may be like top three for me, for yeah. sure. If not, well, if I don't think Menzel is my fourth. I know Menzel was in my tenth, and you're right. Dutre and Miko were number one and number two, or number two and number one. Um, okay. No, but okay, they're right. Menzel was my third. Uh, oh, well, really? okay. okay. Who's asking Nazgoth? The Nazgoth already knows my, um, my number four is, uh, Dave Cochard, who, uh, was the artist that I did a reveal for on, um, oh, yeah. Paradox Initiative. Nice. Uh, I, 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 man, man, Dave Cochard, he should have all the work. His work is yeah. just so wonderful. Um, I, oh, I, and then I my number five is Ryan Lockett. Ryan Lockett. Yeah. And we've, we've done a list before. We've done a top three artists list. Yeah, we did. Well, yeah. Yeah. About these things. Um, I, I do want to shout out Quan Chai Moria. I, I love oh, his Oh, gosh, work, yes. So, yeah, Wonderful. He, so much energy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, got a few more questions here. We'll wrap these up here. Gizmo asks, what is your favorite first player marker? I think mine is the Llama from Altiplano. Oh, that's a great first that's player marker. That's a great one. And now that's yeah. all I can think of. Same. Um, first player markers. 
quite i mean the new raw uh that's 25th century it's got this big chunky thing for the uh the auctions um i'm just gonna go with the llama from altiplano i like that one too i mean uh, i mean uh, it sits up there looks at you yeah okay uh Leading with all witness. the star trek talk oh with all the star trek talk now i need to know what's your favorite enterprise ship oh Mine's the OG. I, I've got to go with the original just because it has all the memories of Star Trek for me. Um, mine might be the uh, motion picture, the refit, the first refit. The first. Uh, one. I mean, okay. I mean, I really like the new ones. I love the. I love it. I mean, I think she's a beauty on Strange New Worlds, and uh, yeah, and I mean, and yeah, you know, there's something uh, really cool about the the JJ revamped one. Um, but I think I think the refit. Uh, from you know, which was basically was Star Trek one, two, and three motion pictures. Uh, yes. I, I, th- I think kind of straddled the old, but still kind of updated it and made it more modern. Uh, you know, often and more importantly, I mean, it kind of kept the same proportions. I love a lot of the newer ones, but they really mess with the proportions, making the nacelles huge or doing yeah, all kinds yeah. of weird stuff. And I just don't think you need to do. Plus, there's a tendency let's make it bigger, bigger, bigger. It's like no, no, no. <laughs> it's a small little ship. It's you know, there's there's a there's a crew of a couple hundred. It I I, I prefer that. I mean, yeah, and um, and honestly, honestly, my least favorite is any iteration of the next gen ship. I've never been a fan of oh, wow. the next gen Galaxy class. I've always thought it just looked weird and cumbersome, and uh-huh. just kind of, I, I, it's, it's, I mean, you know, it's, I, it's never appealed to me. Got it. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the classic Star Trek. Yep. Uh, that's uh, real simple that way. Uh, let's uh, Kabuki Kid or no Dungeon Soundsystem. Looking for a seven-player game for real board gamers without social deduction. Any suggestions for our annual game weekend with my game group? Oh, wow. Well, it's, seven? It's right there in the title. Seven Wonders. Seven Wonders, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the only one I can think of. Uh, Ethnos plays, I think, up to six, which I love, but that's not seven. All right. Let's um, hold on a second. I'm going to search my um, collection if the tab will ever come up for games that support seven. Because obviously that is a meaningless distinction for me because I could care less because I'll just never play anything yeah. for a seven. Uh, all right. I mean, so I, own... I can recommend uh, Twilight Imperium with the expansion. That'll play up to eight. And if you have a spare 12 hours on a, a day. Okay. Um, there you go. Also, uh, the Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea, which I, I really enjoy, that has expansions that'll play it up to seven, I believe. That's from Gameland Games. Uh, again, another 4X game, so you got to be into that genre. Oh, whoops. Um, but yeah, Seven Wonders. That's pretty much all I got, unless you want to go social deduction. Hold on. But, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously... You, you, you... Why is this... Oh, I should use... I should use geekgroup.app but i can't remember the name of it i'm not gonna do it right now i'm just gonna stick with seven wonders too that's okay, yeah that's just easy yeah uh <laughs> i like uh this comment from uh is it over uh school uh, diplomacy then you oh, won't oh, need oh, a game for seven um, hours oh, for you gamers, have fewer friends. um or i'm sorry go on go on go on sorry Oh, no, there's just a comment how uh, someone was saying uh, you can play dom- Diplomacy because that'll play up to seven and then you'll have fewer friends afterwards anyways. So. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, this I one I have here. now done a search of my personal collection uh-huh. and um, and I actually, I do think that um, Seven oh. Wonders is probably the heaviest of all of them because obviously there's a lot of rolling rights, right? You know, yeah. that rolling rights that can, you know, bingo-y style. I mean, so Welcome To is fantastic and Avenue is fantastic. Yeah. 
Flourish is another alternative. Really one, yeah. uh, Flourish, as I say, I would say, is much crunchier than Seven Wonders, but it's still the same kind of Seven Wonders drafty type thing. Richard, did you get to play this at What's Dice Tower West? Sidereal Conf- Confluence. No, I've never played it. I would oh, definitely be okay, down yeah. to play it though. I've heard the same thing. Tim says that one sings at high. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about this total convention game and plays you know really well at those high number account. Oh, I need to play that. That one looks good. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, we'll go with some wonders, folks. Uh, final one comment here, Kabuki Kid. I just discovered Movie Doll today. Movie Doll today. Oh, have you tried that one? You that is a movie guessing movie. game. Apparently, I just looked it up because I'd never heard of it. Me neither. Oh, okay. So they're we'll taking like Wordle. Wordle and making it a movie thing. Oh, cool. Here we go. Watch the one Ooh. second clip and then guess. We're Ooh. all going to play Movie Doll, folks. We're going to do it right now. Here's the clip. Okay, did you get that? I got it. Unfortunately, I had my um, playback at double speed, so that wasn't helping. Book of okay. Nerds! I still got it. Book of Nerds! What's up, John? Thank Hello! You hey! Welcome. Where is the we'll middle play playing Movie Doll, which is Wordle with movies? And okay, I cannot play the clip again. But you saw it, even though I was playing at double speed. What was the answer? I think it's Mean Girls. I could have sworn I saw like uh, like a high school scene there. Mean Girls. Amazing! You guessed it in one at double yes. speed. Woo! Wow. Okay, that's that's ridiculous. Let's see. Um, let's look at yesterday's. Okay, oh, since a bunch of folks, we're, we're not doing this all day. We're here to actually do a top 10 on the Rado runs through and all that. This is the last question because we're doing some Q&A. Um, right, everybody, watch the screen. There's going to be like a one-second clip. you got to figure out what movie it is from this one-second, just rapid-fire images. And, uh, right, here it comes. Here it goes. Wow. Uh, I want to say Animal House. Animal House. Ooh, I'm sure that's wrong, but it, I kind of, it kind of had an old '80s, late '70s okay. color scheme, and I could have sworn I saw like um, Campus Grounds, but I'm sure that's, that's not it. That's interesting. I could have sworn I saw Gwyneth Paltrow in in there. I don't know what movie it is, but I'll I'll say something with Gwyneth Paltrow. That'll be my answer. Okay. Well, let's see. The okay. audience is. It looks like uh, currently Blindside. Oh, we've got three votes for oh. Rudy. We got th- no, we got four votes for Rudy. And three votes. I'm gonna go with Rudy then, because Rudy's an older okay. one. Boom. Guess. Amazing. Oh, Rudy. Wow. Oh, apparently somebody saw Sean Astin. Now here's the thing. Okay. Um, I could cheat at this so easily because I've got a plugin installed on my computer uh, that lets me slow down. All right, let's do this one. Bro. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Here we go. Everybody, can you guess this one at 0.25x oh speed? Okay. Oh, okay. That's pretty easy. <laughs> I've broken Movie Doll with um, Video Look Speed Playback you. plugin. You've hacked <laughs> it and you, oh my gosh. That's so funny. You know, it'd be hilarious if it was like Home Alone 2 or something like that. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, oh, fun. that's fun. Thanks for, yeah, that's a cool little site. Thank you for sharing that. Appreciate it. Okay. So we've uh, cleared out the queue. Okay. Um, so normally, folks, in the early, we have a whole bunch of other stuff we do, and we do have a long list of things to do, but we did Q&A first. So you ready to do the show? And then maybe Let's we'll do, do some of our standard segments afterwards, just to yeah. make everything weird. I like it. I love it. Let's change things up. That's always a fun thing to do. So. Okay, then. Before yeah, we do, do we have to give away 
a one lucky winner is going to get the Azul bundle. Because, right. because they were able to spot Ruel's incredibly challenging secret word. The secret word was scum. I think most people didn't even bother watching. They said, oh, is there a Star Wars one? Okay, it's the Star Wars one. Yep. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty easy. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Let me come back over here to the... Or, or do I have the wheel? There it is. There's the wheel. And right there it is. There it is. Okay, so we are going to spin. One lucky winner gets the... And it's Azul Summer Pavilion, I, I should add. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Show me what you got. All right, good luck, everybody. Here we go. Round and round the wheel goes. And our winner is... Greg Louder! Greg Louder! Congrats. Congratulations, Greg. All right. I will be in contact later on today, and uh, I'll get your info and all that, and we'll get that going. Excellent. So, we need a secret word, because we just gave up the... uh, This week, we're sponsored by Fun Again Games. The secret word you're listening for will win you a $50 gift certificate from Fun Again Games to maybe buy a couple of the games we're about to talk about. Oh, well, I am so excited about some of the games I've got this week. It's ridiculous. Nice. Absolutely ridiculous how excited I am about some of these. Um, But anyway, what would be a good secret word? Uh, Let's see. Let's ask our friends in chat. It could be louder. Is a good? Yeah, louder. Yeah, that might be a good one. In honor of our friend Greg Louder, who just won the game. Uh, Exactly. Oh. uh, Yeah. What? No. The question is, can we? Yeah. Can you work that in naturally? Um. Um. Louder. Louder and louder. That was a tough one. I've got five relatively quiet games. <laughs> There's nothing particularly big or loud or explosive about any of them. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, people are saying that there's an echo now in my voice or something. Yes, there is. My mistake. Okay. Fixed. Oh, that, uh, Thank you, everybody. Over to I, I, my, my screw up. I know. I know what that was. Okay. Cool. Thanks, friends. Um, so we've got a louder. Um, Fetch. That would be funny. Fetch, which is from uh, Mean Girls. Um, <laughs> well, how can we use fetch? I I don't know if I can do that. <sighs> Louder is tough. Okay, folks, we, we're going to need some more uh, suggestions. Yep, yep, yeah. Give us some more suggestions. We got to make this what else work. We, talk, we talked about all kinds of stuff. So let's see. Star Trek, Star Wars, of course. I, I feel like we talk about Star Wars and Star Trek every show. It's, yeah, if um, we're not talking about Marvel, we're talking about one of those. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, I am so pumped for this weekend. We've got Obi-Wan Kenobi coming out this Friday, folks. I oh, is it? Is it this Friday? Okay. This Friday, yeah. They There was supposed to be... Was it supposed to be today? What's today? March 20... No, tomorrow's the 25th. The 25th tomorrow is the anniversary of Star Wars being released. May 25th of what? So many years ago. 45 years ago or whatever it is. And they were going to do the Obi-Wan Kenobi premiere tomorrow but they bumped it back two days because they're gonna give us the first two episodes at once on friday so thank you lords of disney for doing that uh let's see other general for kenobi fur echo butter bit what butter oh butter um yeah i could probably do fetch I think yeah. I can do fetch. I feel kind of yeah, bad because gonna... we've done the last few, but I also no, don't mind okay. because no. it's a lot of stress. Yeah, yeah let's. Uh, 
We're going to make fetch happen. We're All right, we're making it happen, bumps. folks. We're making it happen. Yes, I've got it. Well, I hope so. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, good for you. Good luck on that. <laughs> that is... I'm glad it's not me, is all I can say. Yeah, this one I'm told. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, fetch. We're going to make it happen. It's going to be a thing, folks. All right. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All righty. So, what the heck happened? I had a bunch... Oh, now all the... Ta- oh, because I was messing with... Ah, I know what happened. Shoot. All right, that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. Okay. I am mostly set up. Mostly. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. How did that happen? It doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. Because it is time to film. Folks, we are about to uh, record our weekly R&R Top 10. Apologies. I know some people were here to hear our numbers 10 to 1 because it's the end of the... Uh, February, February, March, April, May, June. Um, yeah, our five-month countdown to the top 100 games of all time. But you're going to have to wait two more weeks because next week we're doing a yeah. Kickstarter upcomers, and we're um, you know, and then when we get to June, it will it will have been five months, and we'll finally be able to say we're doing it. So yeah. we're talking about the games we're excited about. You are going to say fetch at some point, and then yeah. the uh, only thing left to do before we get going is have everybody battle to the death, of course. Yeah. Let's do it. Battle Royale. The Royale is beginning. All right. Good luck, everybody. And you will be regenerated at the end of it, as always. All right. Andrew Scott takes a very, very comfortable outer edge. You don't want to be in the middle at the start of this. So I'm looking bad for you, little buster. But uh, let's see how well you do with... um... All right. But little buster breaks out into the open. Nobody even touches him. And stabbing Linus Cabal in the back and then keeps running. No one can touch little buster at 100% health. I thought they were doomed still. Okay. Somebody got something on him. Miantos. Uh, And now Miantos is going in for the kill. Three. Oh, and instantly little buster turns around and dispatches both of her opponents. But now Knight254 is getting in. And little buster is... Oh, little buster... You were doing really well there for a while. You had to duck and weave. Meanwhile, Kabuki Kid and Retsum are throwing down. It could go either way, except Yellow Band jumps in and eliminates both of them from behind. But now Flashburn is going to get the backstab on Yellow Band. Yep. No! Yellow Band stops Flashburn as well! Yellow Burn is uh, getting multiple fatalities! Yellow Band is going with Robic. Another kill for, with Roman Dog! And then runs. Uh, okay, Dungeon Sound System in Yellow Band. Throwing down two super sized avatars. And it's not looking good for Yellow Band. Will they go for the health pack? I don't think they will. They're gonna try and. Oh! All right, we are down to um, Fiatle and Yellow Band. Fiatle is going for the health. Nope! Fiatle says, I don't need this. I can finish you barehanded, and boom, put Yellow Band down. And Fiatle, which is a name I don't recognize. Are you relatively new, Fiatle? If so, congratulations. 100 gold coins for you. You might want to um, get yourself some new um, eyebrows, although they do look quite sp- uh, quite fetching on you, and they currently worked for you. Oh, oh have you gone quiet, Royal? Yes, you have. Oh, okay, there, there. Okay, I'm back, I'm back. I okay. accidentally clicked uh, the mute button on uh, Discord here. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah. That was one do that by accident. I think maybe there's something uh, going on on the surface I was, there. Uh, I was clicking over here, and I clicked on this box instead of what I should have been clicking on. Okay. Gotcha. Good to go. I am. Uh, you can hear me now. We are all set for the recording. Let me flip this thing over. 
Okay. Yeah, got all my tabs ready. Got those games ready. And I will be saying fetch. Fetch, fetch, fetch. We're gonna fetch, make fetch, happen, fetch. So. At some point. All right. So let me all right. So the banner, we are reminding everybody that if you enjoy this, there's a lot more to be had at rnr.rado.com. 80? Is this 84? Episode 84? Or 80, no, 82, no. right? Uh, R&R? Yeah. No, 40, we're at 42. Oh, we're 42. Okay, okay. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. Podcast was at 80-something. All right, yeah. I mean, okay, so. Wow. And there's plenty more, folks, if you enjoy all of these silly hijinks. So, got that queued up. And um, this week, oh, let me make sure. I think the box covers are fine. Yep, there they are, and then we can come back to us, and we can say, hey, how's it going? It's going good with you, blippity-blop. Nothing on the table today, um, but instead, uh, we will get, so we can get to the countdown that much quicker, and uh, okay. but first, I have to tell everybody how to do it, and is there anything else I'm not thinking of? You got it all. That is, that is it. We are good to go. All right. Huh. Okay, then... Um, Let's see, and we've got the browser set to fun again. There we go. Okay, then I think we're ready. And um, okay. all right, th- uh, thanks, folks. Uh, did you enjoy the Q and A up front? Seems like interestingly, there are a lot more questions. Definitely, I there think <laughs> I think maybe get a little t- get a little uh, fatigued after the show, and so yeah. maybe there's uh, less uh, energy for asking questions. That's interesting. Well. Maybe this yeah. should be the new uh, lay of the land. I don't know. I always figure, especially okay. with Q and A at the end, because that's when we'll have the most viewers. At the beginning, we only have about yeah. half the viewers, as people are slowly coming on. But perhaps yeah. there are people who have more inquiring minds. Perhaps I don't know. That's right. Okay. okay. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Oh, hey, hold on a second. What just happened there? Um, oh, okay, yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. So we do actually have a lot of outstanding requests that we've just completely ignored. Uh, this or okay. that. Three top threes, two this or that's a trivial pursuit, and an I'd oh, like wow. to buy an argument. Now, one thing I should say, folks, is if you look, you will notice there's no more option to buy an argument. It's been stricken from the record. Whenever we yeah. do this last argument, it'll be the final one we ever do. It's been replaced with a game sommelier, which I think is probably a bit more our speed. If um, yeah. you buy that one with your channel points, write in your description what is it you like, and we'll make a recommendation customized just for you. Uh, so no more arguing after the final R and argument. Instead, uh, helping people—that seems to make more yeah. sense. And uh, I, I also, so. yeah. I, I finally did put in something that I, I figured out how to do technically at uh, ten thousand points, which is only for stream avatar users. But oh. uh, it should be fun when somebody eventually gets up there. We'll have to keep an eye out for it. It's Ooh, called "Do You Need a Hug." And it's basically, oh. I found a way okay. that every single stream avatar that's active can all hug one, can <laughs> hug you. So if you're feeling down it. the dumps and you want a lot of love, folks, with 10,000 Rado points, you can have, and, and a stream avatar, of course, you can have everybody give you a hug. And it's an explosion of love. That's great. I love it. Yep. That's the group hug. That's group awesome. hug. Yeah, the ultimate group hug. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. And I can't believe Fem Sensei isn't here. She's our resident super hugger. Her and Sea Otter, neither of them are here to hear the news about the super hug. Oh, well. They'll find out about it soon enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Then, uh, let me go on ahead and get set up and get one last sip. You ready to go? Yeah, let me take a sip real quick. Okay. I am good. All righty then. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. 
That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And hello, Ruel. How are you doing? I am wonderful, my friend. How are you doing, Richard? I'm doing okay. I have to admit, after the pre-show, which was a very raucous one, lots of stuff happening, um, yeah. I'm a little overheated. I'm actually wearing two layers of shirts. I should have stripped oh, wow. down a little bit, and now we're live, and it's too late, so I'm just going to oh, no. sweat my way through this top ten. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The sacrifices we make to make this uh, show happen. Yep, so, if you, if, yeah. if you do a close-up, you might start seeing beads of sweat popping up here, oh, but that's God. okay. That's okay. Well, this let, this shirt was due yeah, for you know, washing anyway, quite frankly. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> if it does, if you start to overheat, you know, we can totally take a break and edit this out later. You know, if you need to change shirts or whatever, feel free to do that. I will... We, we, we can do that if necessary. All right. Well, the secret code for that is it's getting hot in here. Let's take off all our clothes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nothing but the finest references in all of, of the course, internet, folks. Yes. yes that's, uh, that Finger on the pulse, old. as always. Yes. That's me. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Well, that's not the only secret word folks should listen to because this week, folks, in honor of our sponsor, um, uh, Fun Again Games, we will be giving away a $50 gift certificate uh, that anybody can use. Uh, it will it will help cover shipping and all the rest of it. So since we're about uh, to talk about 10 games that we are very, very excited about that we found on the Fun Again website, uh, some new, some old, some borrowed, some blue, who knows, um, you might be a winner and find it a little bit easier to pick some of them up. But Ruel, how do they win that? What is this secret word I'm talking about? The secret word for this week's show is fetch, F-E-T-C-H, like fetch for, uh, for a dog or whatever. Uh, folks, you're going to watch the show and listen to us, um, you know, talk about these great games that we're going to be, um, you know, chatting about. And one of us is going to say the word fetch during yes. the, uh, a game. And what you want to do is in an email to uh, contest at rotten.com, you will enter the name of the game that we're talking about, not fetch. We already know the secret word. Tell us the game that we're talking about, and you'll be entered into the drawing for a $50 gift card from our sponsor, Fun Again Games. Yep, yep, yep. Great, great, great. Okay, okay. cool. So, um, yeah, and uh, I think that's it. Otherwise, we're ready to get going. Uh, starting our top yeah. 10 countdown, I think you're coming in first. Is that correct? Yeah, we're going to jump right into it. So these are the top 10 games we're excited about right now, folks. And uh, the one for me that um, I'm going to start off our list is one oh. called okay. this Lost is Ones at number 10. Uh this is a game that just came out uh, from Greenbrier Games, uh, designer Gordon Alford. Um, I'm excited about this one because it's a choose-your-own-adventure-style game. Uh, so a lot of narrative, a lot of story. I've, you know, I love those type of books when I was a kid. And I love the fact that you can play. There's so many games like this now that you can play and get immersed in a world. Uh, this one, uh, you and your fellow players, uh, it's a co-op game. Uh, you're kidnapped uh, kids uh, okay. in the other world, right? With a bunch of fae and everything else. And... But then there's this war going on, so there's a distraction now, so you can escape. And that's what you're doing. You're using uh, tiles to go on. You go on different tiles on this map, and then they're going to give you encounters. And basically, you're going to read stories and try to resolve uh, these uh, actions uh, and uh, everything else. And as you can see, I don't know. Yeah, you are. You have the the art. The art is what drew me. Okay, I, mean, I was going like to ask. A, uh, yeah, yeah, what, 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 beautiful. What? 
push this over the top for you. It does yeah, look gorgeous. Beautiful art. Like I wanna I want to go to this world. I want to experience it. And you know, this type of game, it's you know, a wonder it looks like you know, perfect family type game that you can play. And this is something Michelle and I would definitely get to the table. Um, you know, a cooperative gaming. That's so why I know that you and Jen would be interested in. As you can see there, you're gonna explore, take actions every turn, and uh, try to um, escape this world that you're yeah. lost in. And that's okay. why it's our number ten that we're excited about, lost ones. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I think if people would like to know a little bit more about it, I'm pretty sure I saw that Monique and Naveen, uh, before you play, they did an actual run-through yes. of this. So uh, yeah. if you haven't checked them out, they are fantastic. And uh, after you're done with us today, you can go check them out and learn a little bit more about our number 10 Lost Ones. Awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, I um, that one, I, I, I totally agree. Looks very, very pretty. Don't know much more about it, but our number nine, I know this one very well. I've played it. I think it's absolutely amazing. I love it to pieces. It is Endangered. And um, oh, yeah. this game is so fantastic. Uh, one of the best cooperative games that uh new cooperative games that have come out in years and not only is the cooperation really good where we are all um oh what do you call it uh activists working to save endangered uh species around the world but um we are also uh, you know you know and trying to manipulate the board we talked about this in the pre-show a little bit different ways that the pandemic style formula has been brought to different themes it works so brilliantly here and the base game comes with two different animals you're trying to save each of the animals have different behaviors that you're trying to work with and keep them alive in their natural habitat and that's what you're doing moment to moment turn to turn but you also have a bigger picture item of trying to work with the UN and convince them to um, you know create international law to save these so you've got these this big long-term strategic element you're dealing with while also focusing on the little stuff and uh it's absolutely fantastic i just hit the wrong button oopsie doops uh forget that folks and uh another thing that is very very impressive about it is the expansion that has already come out for it that adds if i recall correctly six additional um and so one of the sharpest, smartest worker placement games. It's a combination of uh, cards that have all kinds of special powers that are actual worker placement spots that players are using, rolling their personal dice every round. It's got a lot of stuff going on. You can watch my run-through. And the thing that prompted me to put it on the list, I don't know, folks, if you were paying much attention at the beginning of the show when I flashed our um, Sponsored by Fun Again. Uh, this game is on sale from Fun Again right now. If I recall correctly, it's at uh, 36 bucks. And it's pretty much sold out everywhere. And that's a really, really good price for it. And honestly, I just don't think this game gets enough attention. It's, like I said, one of the smartest designs that co-op has had in years. Uh, And it's also got a really strong empowering and uplifting message and uh and then just really sharp fun gameplay too i cannot recommend highly enough number nine endangered yeah i got to play this recently and you're right the theme really comes out in this game it's a uh, you know really cool theme and um it is i mean uh, it's a very very unique uh different a nice take on a worker placement and i'm looking forward to playing again my buddy patrick has a copy so I'm going to have to hit him up again to uh, play it. Mm. Um, And let's uh, move on now. We've got our number eight game um, coming right up here. Number eight, Mm. uh, speaking of beautiful games and worker placement, Ten Penny Parks. Yes. Uh, This one just came out uh, from Thunderworks Games, 
first time designer, Nate Leonard. Uh, and as you can tell right there, you're sharing our uh, one of our favorite artists, Vincent Dutre. Yep. Uh, he's done the art for this. It's a worker placement game. You're building a the uh, like amusement park at the turn of the century uh, using worker placement. You've got some set collection as well. And what I really like about it is the tile placement of this game. It's a, sort of reminds me of Baron Park, but they have this really interesting twist where your tiles cannot be orthogonally adjacent to each other. They can only be diagonally adjacent. So that Ooh. really changes things up. Yeah, Rado, you got to check this one out. It's wow. really interesting. And the first time I played it, I played it wrong. I was like, oh, okay, just, I put all my tiles next to each other. But then I realized, oh, that's totally wrong. So the <laughs> diagonal placement really messes with you. Um, I like that a lot. The components are outstanding. The art, of course, is beautiful you you can see the carousel there that carousel is actually 3d you're okay. going to be able to turn it around uh it's going to change the uh, dynamics of pricing the economics of buying certain parts for your park and it's quick it's only five rounds so you're you're going to knock this game out i've played a two-player game in, in about 30 minutes wow uh, with teach it's about 40 minutes it's wonderful streamlined great entry game but i would say it's uh maybe a slightly more a gateway plus game so a okay. little more than uh, you would expect for a gateway game but uh, I, I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorites so far this year, and that is Ten Penny Parks. I am. You're right. I am super excited about this. This made my short list. By the way, folks, um, did you know we actually stream this show every Tuesday live in front of a Twitch audience? And after we're done with the show and we get back to interacting with the audience, doing back and forth stuff, we'll talk about the other games that just missed our list. And this is one that just missed my list because I haven't played it yet. But oh my gosh, it's so pretty! And now you, yeah, you, you just pushed over the top. That idea of a tile layer where they can't go next to each other—that's yeah. super yeah. cool. It is really neat and a really good solo uh, variant within the rules as well. So that you can solo this game as well. So yeah, highly, highly recommend. And wow. I'm excited about this one. All right. I am, I am too. I am very much now too. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. All right. Well, um, that was number eight, correct? Let's move correct. on to number seven. I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit uh, oh because <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's a multi-entry. It is number seven, Terra Mystica, the big box and, or depending on your predilections, uh, Terra Mystica, the Automa solo box. This is what I'm Ooh. very excited about. The Automa yes. solo box. Let me tell you how excited I am, Ruel. I recently bought this from Fun Again Games. It just nice. showed up the other day. I ordered this direct <laughs> from Fun Again because I... Terra Mystica is a brilliant, one of the heavier games on the on the Euro market and very well loved. And, you know, Jen and I, we played it a billion years ago and thought it was very, very good too. But um, it just, as a two-player game, uh, it, it just didn't really quite work. It didn't draw us in as, as much as we would have liked because they really didn't do any player scaling. It was a gigantic world and, oh, you know what, I'll just stay on my side of the world, you'll stay on your side of the world, and a lot of the really interesting elements, because a big part about this game is, oh, when I claim territory, I want to claim it next to you. Or, but maybe you want to stay away from me. Not because I want to take you over, but because you get benefits for building adjacent to other people. And uh, in a two-player game, it just didn't happen very much. uh, Or as much as we would have liked. Although, everything else about the game, the way you level up your empire, and everybody gets their own unique empire based on different fantasy races that have wildly different um, strategies and all that. So, 
at the time, I thought it was brilliant and thought, well, yeah, but not really for two players. Cut forward, I mean, this must be like 10 years ago I covered this. Um, recently, the Automa expansion with Automa rules from Automa Factory. Uh, Morton Peterson, Ooh. the best in the business at making solo, has now made a solo mode for this. And so I must have it. And now, to, um, to, to take a step back from where I was when I was saying I was cheating. I mean, I was going to just mention the solo box. I was very excited about that. But then I saw they've also got the Terra Mystica big box. Which is Terra Mystica plus Fire and Ice plus Merchants of the Sea plus the Automa. So you've got everything. Now, if you're like me and you already had your hands on a copy of Terra Mystica, I just needed the Automa because uh, I really wanted to try that. But man, if this turns out to be as good as I hope it is, I'm going to be pretty upset that I didn't just go ahead and buy the big box and get everything <laughs> all at once. We will see. But wow. yeah, Terra Mystica has been a monster. It's been in the top 100 of Board Game Geek forever with good reason. You can watch my run through I did years ago. It's so smart. There are so, so deep, so crunchy, so many layer upon layer upon layer, plus uh, infinite replayability with all the different asymmetric races. Um, but I'm very excited now, uh, either because you don't have it, in which case maybe Big Box is the way to go, or if you do have it, get that Automa if you want to try a lower or solo player count game. Can't wait. Wow. I. You may have just cost me about a hundred bucks right now because <laughs> seeing that big box, I saw the big box when we we're uh, doing our research, um, you know, before the show, and I just I was like, oh, okay, cool. I love Terra Mystica. I don't know if I need the big box because my friends uh, they have the copy that we play in my play group. But now with the autumn, I, I had no idea I had an Automa. Now that I know, yeah. it's like... And again, no, not I, just any Automa. There's a lot yeah. of publishers putting out. And it's, don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. generally the speaking, Automa. they're done very well. But nobody does it better than Automa Factory. And they don't put <laughs> out it. very many. Um, because they're yep. so in demand and they've got such a backlog. So anytime they put something out, I must have it. Especially Agreed. when it's designed so that it can be integrated into two-player as well. Yeah. Oh, or, and probably even gosh. more, I assume. I haven't looked yet. I mean, it's still yep. in shrink. I'm very excited. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that I'm I'm gonna have to look into that big box. Darn it. I mean that's that's a good thing. It's it's all good. <laughs> Let's move great number seven. Let's move on to our number six. Okay. Uh it is a game that I know we both love and mm. enjoy. Calico. I actually found this one on the Ding and Dent yes. list. So you can find this for a real I mean, come on, folks. Twenty six bucks for Calico, one of the premier um in my opinion uh tile lane games out there you're building a beautiful quilt um for the kitty cats to rest upon but <laughs> it's you know it's so simple yet so brain burning we've talked about this before it it's so much more than uh, you think it's going to be um you have different goals that you're going to uh, try to uh complete and yet those goals are going to you know uh, bump heads with each other so oh do i do this for this one or no i want to complete this one instead I, I, I love this game. It's uh, by, oh gosh, now I forgot the designer's name. It just flew right out of my head. But uh, designer, I think it's Kevin Russ. Uh, I believe that's correct. Yes, I believe yeah. so. He's done some really great tile lane games such as, um, and it flew out of my mind again, the uh, Overboss, uh, mm -hmm. that one, the the 8-bit one, wonderful game. As I recall, um, he was also the developer on Cascadia. Cascadia, yeah, he was one of the developers as well. I think, which I is, think that's correct, yes. Yeah, which is another fantastic. I mean, he's he's got his pulse on uh, the uh, uh, cutting edge of uh, tile lane games, and that's why it's our number six, uh, Calico. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, one of the absolute best. And um, I was wondering, why is Calico there? But then I scrolled down a little bit, and I saw, ah, oh, ding and dent. Ding and dent. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's not for everybody, of course. I totally understand yeah. if you need to have something pristine. But, yeah, any day of the week, I will happily take 5 to 10 bucks off 
to uh, because yeah. I, I, I don't play the box. I play what's in the box. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, and like I've got I've got plenty of games that I've gotten ding and dents or used or whatever. As long as the pieces inside the box are fine, like yeah, I want the beautiful box, sure. But if it's got a little ding or dent on it, you know, I'm like you said, you're not playing the box. It's all about the stuff inside. So well, number six, again, Calico, yeah, especially if you get price. the ding and dent. But um, that's a beautiful segue to our number five, Zapotec, which I know you played. I know you love as much yes. as me. But love here's it. the deal, Ruel. Zapotec ding and dent. Oh, my gosh. That's almost half off. I did, oh. Yes. It's incredible. Wow. And this is a new hotness one. I mean, to be fair, Calico's been around, I think, now for a couple of years. Zapotec is out years, this yeah. year. So to be able to get a brand new game from one of the best publishers in the business, Board and Dice, at you know $30.99, if, again, you don't mind a little bit, just a, you know, a little bit of a banged-up box, how can you say no? Well, um, let me tell you about the game. And I know you've played it too, Rel. I and mean, we've talked about it before. You love it as much as love me. It. This Absolutely. is a... Admittedly, a dry, dusty euro um, from Board and Dice. Um, you know, set in the um, I forget which Central or South American Empire it was. Whether it was Incan or Mayan. Right. Um, I, I want to say Mayan, but I'm not 100 yep. percent sure. But the interesting thing is, uh, Board and Dice they are always one step ahead of everybody else in the industry because when they do this, they actually bring on cultural consultants. They actually give them credits in their manuals, and you know, Zapotec is no ex- exception. So uh, they always do a wonderful job, or they have now for several years, really respectfully treating the subject matter. Again, that's another way that they are ahead of the curve of the rest of the industry. But all that aside. This is a brilliant game because this has the same kind of really intense, crunchy, Euro-style gameplay of a Teotihuacan or a Takenu or a Tzolk in the Mayan calendar, but it plays in a fraction of the time. This is almost a filler game. You can get a full game of this, two-player anyway, in like less than 30 minutes. And yet, from start to finish, just be racked with really tough, interesting tension and deep, crunchy decisions. Um, because we are actually trying to build up um, you know, all kinds of different facets of the society in different areas around the board. But when we grab these tiles, they come over here onto our own special little board, and we have this... Uh, the, Probably reminds me more than anything else of the programming game in Black Angel. Um, Because you're putting these tiles down and you want to put them in rows or columns so that you can activate multiples at once. Which is a really fun, satisfying thing. So you've got that fun, satisfying puzzle. You've got the grabbing terrain really quick before other people get it. But it's all driven by an event card system where the cards that come out every turn tell you, well, here's where you could build. Are you really going to want to do this? Are you going to try and pay a little bit more to build somewhere else? And on top of that, it has really, really cool little little multi-stage plastic pyramids. It just looks so neat as they get built. And if all that weren't enough, the interesting thing about the pyramids is, yeah, I could start building this pyramid, but as soon as I start it, Ruel is very incentivized to keep building, to share in the prosperity that comes from it. But And I maybe I want him to, because I want to build the top level, but I can't until somebody builds the middle level, that kind of stuff. So Zapotec is brilliant. You can watch my run through. I think, have you covered it as well on your channel? I I have. I did a two-player game with my buddy Daryl. We loved it. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely fantastic. And like I said, right now, folks, it's uh, there as a ding and dent. It won't be there for long. That is number five, Zapotec. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm i not even going to say much about it because you've covered it all. It's a wonderful game. One of my favorites so far this year. And, um, you know, it's funny. You know, we segued from Calico to Zapotec. We're going to we're gonna do another segue, which is like the perfect segue. All right. From Zapotec to our number four, 
founders of Teotihuacan. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah, go. Another game from Board and Dice. And, you know, I, I don't know if this is like a trend that's been happening, but I love the fact that games are coming out that can play in 90 minutes or less, yet give you a really full, rich experience with all of the, you know, the decision uh, points. And, you know, I, I just, I love this game. It's a tile lane game with some worker placement, but they do this really cool thing in the worker placement where you can have different strengths of your workers, right? Yes. You see the little disc there. If you go there, place one disc, you can do it for a strength of one, which will let you do select one piece. But then if you do it on, on a second disc or you can place another disc up to four, then it'll give you a chance to get the bigger pieces onto your you know pyramid. So this is like a prequel, a standalone prequel to uh, Teotihuacan, uh, where you're you know building the pyramid and... You know, I love, love the player board where you have an architect that you're going to go around the board. Yes. And that architect only allows you to build in certain spots. And you have to time it just right. Because you're going to want to build, a, a lot of times I found, I wanted to build where my architect wasn't looking. So I, you need to time it out just right. Gather the resources and eventually, you know, place those beautiful polyominoes there. Michelle and I like this a lot, and I was, you know, this is definitely not a gateway game, and uh, this mm-hmm. is, I didn't think Michelle would, she'd be really into it, she, she absolutely loved it, and um, so, for her to say something like that, I was so thrilled, because it's, it's gonna be staying in our collection for a long, long time, and right now, on Fun Again, I mean, it's not a ding dem but you can get a pretty good chunk off, and yep. this is a brand new, hot game, folks, I mean, look at that, 15 bucks off, yep, like, yep, yep, 35. So that's our number four, Founders of Teotihuacan. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, uh, as a parallel to what I mentioned earlier, uh, Ten Penny Parks, which has you know yes. the polyomino tile lane, but that idea that you can't put them directly next to each other. The Teotihuacan uh-huh. has kind of thing. You, you, you're not limited like that, but you want to keep them separated because when you put them yep. down, you surround them by all the resources that you will use to build stuff later. Yes. So you are incentivized. You want to build tight and compact and get the most use of space, but you want to spread them all out so you have room for all your resources. It's a yeah. brilliant game. Another one that made my shortlist. Just missed you know, my list for this thing. An excellent choice. I'm glad yeah. you got it on there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Well, let's see. I think your number 10, uh, Lost Ones, was one you haven't played yet, but you were just drawn in and you, you have to try it. This is yeah. mine. My number three uh, on our list, Prehistories. Oh my gosh, I have to play this game. Oh my gosh, I have to play this game so bad, Ruel. And you want to know why? Do you want to know why? I think I know why, but why? (laughs) Um, Let me tell you why. It's a French name. One of the co-designers of Prehistory is the designer of Welcome To. Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, Is it Benoit Turpin? Uh, That sounds right. Yes, I believe it was Benny, as his friends call him, no doubt. I'm sure nobody calls him Benny. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, yeah, he is the designer for this. And I mean, I looked at it and I thought, okay, this looks attractive. And again, it's another polyomino tile air. It's set in prehistory. You're trying to get all the different animals you're hunting in there tight, uh, you know, dealing with all that kind of stuff. It has a really nice, bright, colorful look. But honestly, uh, so I started, you know, reading a bit more about the gameplay here and how all the different systems are. But then when I saw, oh, from the designer of uh, of, of uh, Welcome, to, Welcome To, and more weekly, Welcome To The Moon, which made my top 10 of 2021. It's so amazing. I think it was my number three best game of the year. It's like, okay, no choice about it. Uh, this is a sight unseen. This designer joins my short list of designers who, okay, uh, based on what they've done so far, I have to try it out. Um, what is it? Like I said, every round we're trying, we're bidding simultaneously and secretly to decide what hunts. Those hunts form our polyomino tiles that we're doing tile laying on. I, I have to give it a try. I have to play this uh, because Welcome To is so amazing. And so prehistory comes in 
at number three. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I know the name and I saw that on the box and I was like, yeah, I, I definitely want to check that one out as well. And actually, it was on my shortlist as well, but you, you know, you're, it was a little higher on yours. So okay, oh, yeah. I'm so glad that it's on there. Awesome. Okay, let's move on to the top two here, folks. We've got number two coming up. There you go. Uh, this one, um, I know uh, we, I mean, I absolutely adore this game and um, I'm glad that it's available now. Dice Miner. Yep. Uh, folks, this game has been in and out of print since it was released last year, and I love, love, love this game. Uh, you are playing as dwarves, uh, going into the mountain to get treasures, and, um, you know, you're doing that through... It's a mountain full of dice. I mean, literally a <laughs> 3D mountain of dice that you're going to take from the mountain, and there's certain restrictions you can do, and then you're going to roll them at certain points, and you're trying to collect sets of, you know, one through five, uh, Yahtzee style. But there are also uh, gems and also magic, which uh, the magical uh, items let you re-roll, uh, and then you have to face the dangers, like the dragons and the, um, uh, the, the rocks falling down. I forgot, the avalanches or whatever. So you need to have tools to fight those off. Oh my gosh, I, everything about this game is perfect. I, I love it. It plays in about 20 minutes. It's actually, I think I might enjoy it more at two players than multiplayer. We actually played it at Dice Hour West. Uh, you yes, you and, and I, I um, and we played it a few yeah. times. And yeah, you we played it with uh, Dwayne of Blackboard Gaming and mm -hmm. also uh, other friends. And um, I, I just think it's such a great, great dice drafting game. I mean, basically, you're going in here in this mountain, you're going to fetch all these dice and yes. put it in front of you in your little tableau and then you're going to score them every round you play three rounds and it's over before you know it and you want to play it again that's how i look at it and that's why it's our number two dice miner excellent choice like i said yes you you brought it you carried it with you everywhere you played it with probably yeah. half of the convention at dice tower west and you right. and you pretty much made all of us converts to it and you're and you're right it has actually gone through i think a few print runs now so yep. it tends to sell out fast fun again yeah. just got another shipment it's a low-cost game with a very very high fun factor remember how i was uh saying that you know i had just put an order in for fun again to get this uh-huh look Is what else there? was in my order yes i had to have it <laughs> I when i saw it. they had it i had to have it oh i'm excited for you know you haven't played it yet with uh, jen right no no I'm no I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. hopefully maybe yeah. this weekend uh um, I, yeah. I hope you all like it as much as i i'm yep. sure you will but i i hope you all like it oh that's great 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 yes good call good call all righty okay well um, our number one of the week, honestly, I don't think might have made my number one, except as I was setting up the show today, and I remember, folks, at the beginning, uh, when I said this week's episode is sponsored by Fun Again Games, and I put a piece of, I put the initial thing, every time we put those up, Fun Again sends me a new one every month, so they, you know, what, what's going on that's special? And when I saw that they have Snowdonia, the deluxe master set, um, for, where is it? Hold on oh, i should have had this ready uh snowdonia there we go let me just bring this up on screen right now of course it's taking forever obviously <laughs> there it is they have it at a low low price of 64.99 that is ridiculous wow i i've heard here, here's the deal i have wanted this forever but I already own probably 85% of all things Snowdonia because I have a first edition of Snowdonia and I have picked up every little expansion that has come out over the years. Uh, there's a couple I'm still missing, but the thing about the Snowdonia Deluxe Master Set is it's got everything. And then on top of that, it's got some stuff that I believe has never been printed anywhere else anyway. And right now, they've got it down to be 
basically the price of a regular game. But this game, uh, the box doesn't really do a credit. If you, this is one of those ginormous boxes that's like twice the width of a normal Ticket to Ride size box because there's so much stuff in there. Everything's been deluxified. New art for the board, multiple boards, silk-screened meeples for the worker placement, um, you know, cool fancy trays for folks who like that kind of stuff that are custom-made. Uh, it's a brilliant, beautiful presentation of a decade's worth of tons of content for what is one of the greatest worker placement games of all time. This came out in 2012, which many people regard as the greatest year in ever in modern board gaming because of some of the really big hitters. And this made my top 10 of that year. And it still sits uh, as one of Jen's and my favorites of all time. And if you get this deluxe set, it you will have... I mean, this could be half your library. You have so much stuff. And all of that aside, you can go watch my old run-through for it. Oh my gosh. The worker placement gameplay of Snowdonia is some of the best we've ever seen. Uh, It's very simple, incredibly tight. Uh, There's very few options you have. You want to do all of them. People are always blocking you. And then on top of that, an event-driven system that is smart enough to let you see what's coming two or three turns in advance. It's based on the weather. Oh, it's going to be sunny next round, and then it's going to be rainy in round three. I need to be planning long-term based on the weather. And then on top of that, this is a game uh, where we're trying to basically clear rubble and lay track for the Snowdonia line in Wales. And um, if players spend too much time just dinking around doing goods conversions or whatnot, the game will play itself because events come up that there is a third active player who will come and say, oh, well, nobody else is going to clear this rubble? We'll do it. So the game itself puts players under pressure to move as fast as they can in an incredibly tense and wonderful worker placement game. And geez louise, the price on this, the Deluxe Master Set literally cannot be beat. Absolutely incredible. Again, sold out everywhere unless you want to go buy it second hand in the market where it's going to cost you like 120 130 bucks, or you can get it now. Uh, my number one, um, Snowdonia, the Deluxe Master Set. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So yeah. this, with Terramisca, it's going to be expensive. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great choice. Wow, there's, I, I can see why we were so excited about uh, today's show. There is some fantastic, fantastic stuff here. Cool, cool, well cool. done. Well, right. we are done. And folks, did you hear Ruel or myself say the secret word, fetch? If so, you know what to do. Whatever game we were talking about at that point, send that as the subject to contest at rotto.com and we, you will be put in a drawing. Now, you have until, let me pull my calendar, until May 31st, 2022, you have basically until like 11 a.m. PST on that day. So if it is after that time, if it is, you know, the year 2097, don't bother entering. You, you, you missed the window, I'm afraid. But, um... Yep, yep, yep. And also, folks, if you just can't find either of us saying the secret word, well, um, there are ways uh, that you can find out either by subscribing to the show on Twitch or backing the show on Patreon. You can just reach out and I'll tell you exactly where the secret word is if you're having a hard time finding it. Uh, but either way, Get those entries in by the 31st, and one of you will win a $50 gift certificate, which this week could buy you a, a few really good deals, I gotta say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Especially, yeah, especially those ding and dance. You got to jump on those quick. Folks. Oh, yeah. Those things tend to go real, real fast. All okay, right. then. I believe, uh, well, we are done. Do you have any uh, closing yeah. words for the nice people? Closing words is, uh, you know, uh, spend wisely, friends, and hopefully we helped uh, your decision making during the show today. Oh, great. Well, I just want to say thank you, Ruel, for finding some really good ones. Uh, thank you, folks, for watching. And in closing, of course, thanks to Fun Again Games. Have a very, very nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye. Mm-hmm.
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Ah, uh, hello. hello. We're done. We made it. <laughs> All right. Oh man, that's good stuff. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, uh, that's ridiculous. Sixty-nine bucks for. Yeah, I mean, I... for a lifetime worth of content. Quite frankly, it's a uh, years ago. I did a very foolish thing. I sat down and tried to do a little mini review of, at that point, I believe there were 14 expansions for Snowdonia. And I did them all over the course of one day. It's a playlist on the channel you can find. And I still, it scarred me to this day. Uh, (laughs) But, and now I find out this deluxe thing has even more stuff. It has a solo mode from Dave Turchie in there, um, which I haven't gotten a chance to try. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I said, I just made this order, you know, which had, uh, you know the Terra Mystica had the Dice Miner. Uh-huh. Also, thanks to you, had uh, Momiji because I wanted to try Ooh, that. Momiji, I've been yeah. dying to play Fantastic Factories, and also had Explorers. So I had ah. to mostly. I just went there because I wanted Great. to get the Automa thing for Terra Mystica. But then, oh, but I got to yeah. get over ninety nine bucks so I can have the free shipping. <laughs> what to do? That's a lot of great games that you just picked up. Yes, nice. yes, I'm very excited about all of that. A quick question from Goblin. Did you say the secret word at the start of the episode? We can't remember, but maybe you did. The secret word was fetch. Fetch. So one of us said fetch during uh, the thing there. Okay. Yep. F-E-T-C-H. Yeah, just like fetch with a with a dog. Yep. Okay. And since you're watching cool. today, you don't have to listen for me saying it. You have to listen for Ruel saying it. Yep. I and I believe I did catch Ruel saying it, and I said, ah, yes. As if All I was right. saying in response to um, what yeah. he was pointing out, but and I was like, or something like that. Every time I hear you say it, I have to stifle a laugh, quite frankly. So I just like, ah. And, you know, I always, uh, you know, I do that just for y'all here in in Twitch. You know, I do that a little pause every time I I, I say the secret word. So just, if you you catch me pausing, that's usually a a good hint that um, I'm saying it. Uh, And like I said to you folks, if you are a subscriber here, which, by the way, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can subscribe to this show for free. It doesn't cost you anything. You won't have to see ads. You can get discounts on Rado merch. You can get exclusive um, Your Eyes Only videos of gameplay with me and Jen. Um, There's a whole list of stuff you can get for subscribing. And again, it's free on Amazon Prime. And one of them is just whisper me, which is the Twitch equivalent of DM, and I'll just tell you what game it was, so you don't have to to worry about it. So anyway, yep. um, so as promised, what were your other ones, Ruel? What were your? I mean, because we each did our top five. What was your yep. um, six through ten? So six through ten, I've got um, this one piqued my interest because you you have uh, raved about it. dungeon decorators. Um, that was yep. on sale apparently on um uh fun again uh number yes, nine it was canopy. i almost yeah, dungeon decorations on my short list too and okay oh i had such a hard time i really wanted to push it into the top five and it wasn't the top five until i saw oh prehistories is from uh from on tour guy i i gotta do yeah. prehistories yep uh the other one uh number nine was uh canopy uh that's a game by okay. T- tim eisner i believe uh, yep. i i actually have that game and i love it i think more people should be playing that number eight I actually got a copy of my number eight game based on your recommendation recently, This War of Mine. It is on sale. 
Um, I bought it through Awakened Realms. They had a fundraiser a few months ago where they were mm. selling the, their yes. remaining stock from their warehouse, and all the funds went to people in Ukraine. So I bought my copy. I have it here on the shelf. Uh, the other ones I had, number seven and six, um, we talked about uh, prehistories I had, and uh, also Zapotec as well. I saw the dot. Okay, yeah, we had a bit of overlap too, because I had Dice Miner, I had Founders of, Ta- Founders of Teotihuacan, I had Dungeon uh, Decorators, and then the other ones I put on there were Libertalia, uh, Galecrest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they now have it for sale. I mean, it was available yeah. only for pre-order direct, but now, um, you know, retail establishments are starting to get it, and it is amazing. While at the end of the day, it was a little bit too cutthroat for me and Jen, even still, because of course that's what Lutar has always been cutthroat pirates, being cutthroat with each other. The solo mode in that game was so good, I almost kept it only for the solo mode. Which Ooh, again, from really? Automa Factory, the best in the yeah, business. Yeah. So I, I would have okay. talked about that a little bit. And um, oh, and then also Explorers, right? Um, you know, from it's your a- fave. Uh, what do you call it? The the the, the PWA the, so, the PWH, right? The, the PWH, yeah. The Phil Walker Harding, praise me. Yeah, I, yep. I, I love his games. Yeah, yeah, and if I'd put that on the list, I would have said, look, see? Money where my mouth yeah. is, because I actually recently <laughs> bought this, because I really want to try uh, it so bad. Uh, yeah, from I want to try that too. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Um, All right, we, we have a half have... an hour. Normally, yeah, we would someone... not do Q&A, but in theory, should we do Q&A, or we have a long list of segments to do? Yeah, let's do some segments. And real quick, uh, Bing yeah. says, I was told some of the cards in the Deluxe Master Set of Snowdonia had some errors, but it doesn't affect the base game. However, they are replaced in the Isle of Man expansion. Oh. I have no idea. Is that true? That um, I, I do not know. I do remember something somewhere on Board Game Geek. There's a thread um, talking about uh, issues with Isle of Man. So, I mean, okay. if you want to know more about it, go to Board Game Geek. And, you know, go to the Snowdonia Deluxe Master, and there will be people talking about it, filling in the blanks on there. Mm, okay. Yep. Cool. I mean, that is a shame if, right, there's yeah. a, if there's a couple of screw-ups on a couple of cards. But again, this game this game must come with hundreds and hundreds of cards if it has whatever it is now, 16 or 17 different expansions worth of content in it. And by the <laughs> way, I, when I, that sounds like a lot, but each one of the expansions for Snowdonia over the years has generally been a little deck of cards in kind of like a card tuck box. Because they've Got just it. always released new stuff. And I've, I've been so impressed by it over the years. Awesome. Yep. Okay, so yeah, we've got the long list of... Uh, All right, okay, uh, so let's see. Let's, um, let's we'll just so. go 14 days ago. Wes Lloyd requested a top three. And then last week. So, tell you what, folks. Give us some suggestions for top threes. And um, Ruel will tell me what you suggest. And yep. then you will vote on which ones to do. So... And I don't know. Yeah, we 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 can do, we can do two. We can get both those knocked out. Absolutely. So give yeah. me five top threes, and then you folks will pick the top two. Okay. So let's see, um, folks in chat. Yeah, uh, we've <laughs> Kabuki Kid says the top three dipping sauces. Um, so let's see. Oh, I like this one from Forest of Glass. Uh, top three games that uh, top three games you changed your mind about. Top three change. So either for good or bad. I think that would make sense. Um, top three movie protagonists. Interesting. Okay, Kabuki Kid. This one, I like this because I haven't thought about this in a while. Top three black and white movies. Hmm. Okay. Which, yeah, I'd have to think about right. that one. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Still waiting here. Got a slight delay, folks, and uh, just throw yeah, those yeah, in they're there. thirty seconds behind us, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Force of Glass was uh, saying, I was wondering about for good, like where a friend or viewer got you to rethink your take on a game. Okay, yeah, that, that's cool. We can, we can. I'll, that was I'll the games we changed our minds on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> Kabuki can top three games with uh, cube towers. <laughs> I believe there are four. <laughs> um, continuing down here. Any other comments? Let's see. Sure, there must ah. be more. Are you skipping some? No, there's. Uh, I'm just going. I, you know, maybe, uh, maybe your one uh, is tired from the pre uh, pre show Q and A. Hey, what about? Oh, top three um, places you travel to. Oh, I just I did miss that one. Yeah, top, okay, that's good. Okay. How many we got now? Is that five? That's four. Four. Okay. I uh, see. I've got um, movie dragnets, black and white movies, places we travel to, games we changed our mind on. Give us one more game type topic, folks. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What is type top three recasts? Recast oh, I guess when, uh, like how um, Starbuck was played by, uh, you know, a, well, yeah. I mean, everybody was recast in the reboot, but, you know, when a show's yeah. going along and all of a sudden, oh, it's somebody else is playing that character kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I We might have done this one before Party on Dudes, but uh, top tile placement games, I feel like we've done that one before. But okay. that is a game related I one. kind of feel like we have. Or maybe we did top, no, I think we did polyomino ones, if I recall correctly. Okay. Yeah. We could, yeah. Uh, top three train games. There you go. Train All right, games. there we go. All right, there we go. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Folks, you have two minutes. We are, whichever of the top two are going to be, we are going to count them down. That's in the wrong place. I need to move that because it is, oh, I, I can just move us. Let's just come back over here. Boop. All righty. Okay. So start voting, everybody. And, um, do, do, do. Okay. Cool. Okay, so games we changed our mind on. That, that's a good one. I like that one because I know I've changed my mind on certain games. Yep. But good or bad, that's the question. Okay, it's black and white movies. No one, no love for train games. Interesting. I didn't think there would be. I've had train. Yeah. I mean, I used to have backers of the show uh, every month for years. They would actually pick. Back when I regularly did a top 10 every month, they would pick. And trains always at the bottom i thought okay maybe live maybe it'll change um i never understand because obviously trains are one of the biggest themes in the universe and honestly trains would be probably the uh, it's the one i would vote on for here because there's so many it doesn't just have to be 18xx games there's so many for me it would be anything that has a train in it and there are so many cool things out there but yeah people never want to hear about train games it's very strange yeah. One vote. Okay. Well, it's getting one more for me. Boom. Two votes for train games. <laughs> I don't think that's going to turn it around, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And about, um, uh, is it coming like down? We have a half a minute here? left. Okay. So there could still be some surprise swings. There generally tend to be because there's always a few people who have a whole bunch of channel points built up <laughs> and they wait until the last second, like they're on yep. an eBay sniping. On an eBay thing. <laughs> now, are we doing two top threes? Is that how many? Yes, we, we figured we might as well because we have two okay. queued up. So it'll be. Okay. Um, at the rate we're going, it's going to be places we travel to and games we changed our minds on, unless somebody surprises us in the next 10 seconds. Yeah. Okay. But of course, if there's anybody who's trying to... Oh, a black and white movies just made a Ooh. big comeback, but it's got a big mountain to climb, and it is climbing. Somebody... Nope, but it did, yep, whoever, whoever is. is throwing that stuff in there did not push in enough. So, top ten, or, or top three games we've changed our minds on and top three places we've traveled to. Okay. Okay. Wow. Right. Games I've changed my mind on. Do you have any off the top of your head? No. I'm I have to admit, I was kind of worried out. about this one. I yeah, I was too. I mean, it's an interesting topic, but right off the top of my head, I mean, of course, give me a week and I can you know go through my game list and I can think about this, but 
live, this is tough. Let, let me see. Let's see. I mean, it goes both ways. Top 10 games you I mean, an easier one is, okay, something you used to love, and you're like, oh, don't love it so much now. I mean, yeah, there, there, it's yeah. probably easier to find games you have fallen out of love with. That's true, yeah, yeah. But I, and it's like I really wanted I want to go the other way where, you know. Exactly, well, I want to be positive like, too, definitely. Yeah, I don't want to do a top three right. negative. And, of course, me... I probably have quite a few where I, I read about it and then thought, oh, that sounds like garbage. But then by hook or by crook, somehow I ended up playing it. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that was great. But yeah, that yeah. feels like that's kind of cheating, right? I mean, because it should be stuff I've played, thought, oh, right. I don't like this. And then something happened later. And then I did, uh, I played it again. Yeah, you know, you're right. I, I would I would definitely go It's that just way. that's oh, hard man. to freaking do. This is tough. That's so yeah. hard to do. Okay, well, here's one that yeah. I've changed my mind on. Okay. I really, really... Man, no, I, I still love it. What am I talking about? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. Okay, yeah, that was... Uh, it was sort of replaced by... Oh, my gosh. I know. Okay, here, okay, here. Uh, Rise of Augustus. I really enjoyed this game when I first got it. Okay, we're going uh, negative. A, it, I think we have to. It, it's a bingo style game. Yes. Um, you know, you you select the 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 uh, items out of the bag, and then everyone's gonna fill them up. And um, I, I fell out of love with it because you know there was another game that came out a few years ago called Eco's First Continent, which mm. was similar but just better all around mm -hmm. um it had like tile uh lane and uh with the set collection rise of augustus was straight bingo and I, it's it's a good game but you know what it was actually replaced by a retheme called uh gosh what is the retheme called uh rise of augustus they totally via magica i believe yeah via magica i believe that's right is, yes yes that's yeah right. it was it was a it was a they they made it into a smaller box and it was just as fun but um yeah for me it was I preferred Eco's First Continent. Uh, again, another game by our friend John D. Clare. Um, he basically took Rise of Augustus and uh, gamified it a little bit. Uh, and I just, I think it's a better version. So I've sort of, I changed my mind on Rise of Augustus. Okay. Because I played it a lot uh, when I first got it as a, you know, like a gateway style game. Um, but I feel like um, it's been replaced uh, in my in my heart. Um, okay. So that's the first one. All right, one. I've got one. Um, okay. And, and one positive. Uh, I'll, I'll try to be positive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Neom, N-E-O-M, a lesser-known tile-laying game that, huh. um, by default, plays Seven Wonders style. You know, you have tiles, you pick one, hand the rest, and you're trying to build your own perfect, um, you know, energy green city of the future. Uh, and so I really, I mean, I, and I love tile-laying games. And this is, it's a very tension-filled tile-laying game uh, because each tile has four spots on it. You're trying to lay them out, and you're also paying attention to roads so that things can transfer around very Very good tile-layer. Like that a lot. Hated, hated, hated with a passion the event system it had um, because mm. as you're handing the tiles around, you know, okay, I'm picking this one for myself, and i got to hand the rest over. Um, scattered amongst the tiles are just the nastiest, oh, if I play this one, it's going to be some huge thing that will destroy half of everything. And, um, okay. and, the, and it's interesting. It's an interesting tension-filled thing because, I mean, imagine that there were bombs in Sushi Go or uh, Seven Wonders where, and you're like, okay, well, I don't want to do this because it'll hurt everybody, me included. Um, but if I'm going to do it, I want to do it on my terms. Or if I, and if I don't do it and I hand it to you, you might do it and then I'll be in a worse situation. 
So it had that. It was just, you know, there's a sticking time on. You know, sooner or later, somebody is going to pull the uh, bite the bullet and play that. We hated it so much. I, I said, okay, I'm just never going to play this game. Or, you know, I, I hoped it wasn't yeah. too bad. Jen and I played it. We, we found it just ruined an otherwise absolutely brilliant, super fun tile lane game. And um, wow. so. I, you know, hate it was going to get rid of it. I contacted the publisher. I, I don't remember exactly how it worked. I think I've contacted the publisher and said, hey, I don't know that I really want to film this, or maybe I did. I don't remember what happened now. But long story short, oh, no, no. I did film it, and I said, we hate this. And I wish to God it had been something like this. And I proposed an alternate variant. And the designer said, oh, my God, why didn't I do that? And he made that an official variant, and wow. um, you know, and so the publisher put out you know new PDFs, and I did an update to my final thoughts, and said, oh by the way, folks, love this game, and I think it ultimately made the top ten of that year after they made that change. Wow. Yeah, and you know, and and so now I imagine I don't know if it ever got additional print runs because it was a under the radar style game, unfortunately, which is too bad because it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, the 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 tiling in this game is super crunchy and satisfying, um, and okay. now you can play as one of the meanest tile layers you will ever play. Or, um, instead, I mean, I didn't want to get rid of them. I do like the idea of, you know, negative impacts that hit everybody. But now they become kind of like a ticking time bomb. Not because they're handing around from player to player until somebody says, you know what, I'm going to waste my turn to lay waste to everybody. uh, Because that's what you have to do. You have to give up building to destroy. Instead, they're just set off to the side. And over time, they get closer. And you don't know exactly when they're going to go, but you know when they're getting closer and you have to prepare yourself. And it was a really simple thing. Just required a die. and, um, And they made that official. And so that really turned me around on neon so we've got two wow. we've got two i've got that's, one more i can think of and i can go i, I can think of one too uh, all right but that's, is it positive man, or is it negative play that game now uh mine is positive oh good okay let's do that okay it's it's real simple it's uh a modern well i mean it's a classic it's been around for thousands of years backgammon i oh really I, yeah i okay. had um i had dabbled in it when i was a teenager i was like okay i have no it just it you know i saw it i saw board and i Learned to play it, and I was like, eh, whatever, you know, just roll dice, move pieces. But it wasn't until years ago, probably I'd say about 10, 15 years ago, where I was playing poker, right? I was just, I, that was on my, my game night, poker night. And I I don't know, it came up in conversation with some of my buddies, and we're talking about backgammon, and I, I was like, you know what, I remember it back in the day. So I relearned it. I just taught it to myself. I went online, found a backgammon, you know, tutorial or whatever, I started playing and I fell in love with the game. I wow. absolutely love it. Yeah, it is an abstract game. It's a race game, basically. And yes, there are dice um, and it's it's luck based, but you have to know a little math because you know you're you you have to plan out the odds of certain numbers hitting in order for you to. Uh, there's a thing called the doubling die, which is will double the stakes. And yeah. if a player is going to offer you a double, you have to know do are the odds in my favor to hit this double or not. Um, so you either take it and lose a little bit or you risk it and you may win or you may lose a lot. Um, that's the most fascinating part of the game. I, I love backgammon. I play it casually all the time now. Michelle enjoys it. Um, but that is the one that I fell in love with. That's after a good one. Re-examining, yeah, all right. Backgammon. So yeah. top three games we changed our minds on. Um, Neom, uh, oh, uh, Augustus, or Rise of Augustus, Rise of Augustus and Augustus, Backgammon. Yep. Back, Kevin. Excellent. There it is, folks. I like it. I like it. Okay. Cool. Um, now, what was our other one? Oh, b- places we visited. Top three places we visited. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, for me, it's easy. I, I can uh, my number one is the Philippines. That it's it's my motherland, the Philippines. Yep. Yep, I, yep, yep. I absolutely love, love, love the Philippines. Now, Michelle and I just uh, we our last trip together was in 2017, and that one was special because the times before that, it's always been about family, which is great. You know, you go there, you see family, you spend time, and I, I love that. But this time. We did a little bit of, we did half our trip family, seeing friends and family. And then the other half of our trip was strictly, let's just go for vacation. Mm, mm -hmm. And some of the beaches, Richard, that we saw, the most beautiful be beaches I've ever yeah. been on. Wonderful experiences. And just, I mean, it's a lot more affordable than uh, traveling in the States. And uh, so that's my number one, uh, the Philippines. Wow. Okay. Um that's a tough one for me, number one, my number one, because uh, I've been yeah. I've been all over this great big world, yeah. and I've seen all kinds of girls, but I just can't wait to get back to the States, back, sorry, don't know why that went that way very quickly. Um, I was breaking into California girls, folks, just yes, uh, yes. in case, in case, in case <laughs> I wasn't picked up on. Um, let's see, the first one that probably jumps into my head was actually visiting Tokyo. Uh, Jen and I did that when we were in our 20s. Yes. I believe I told the story, right, about how I... Uh, pretty Wait, much. Did you? Yeah, didn't I tell the story about my meeting, my business meeting with Sony of Japan? Oh yeah, great story. Yep, yep, yes. yep. I think that was a trivia I did a while ago. But that aside, it was an amazing vacation. In part because I think it was the first time Jen and I had ever done a vacation together. I mean, we were newly married, oh. and I mean, we were poor. We were in our twenties, and this was a business trip, and we just paid for Jen to come along, and it was an amazing week. Um, yeah. you know, and unfortunately, I mean, we've never been back since and we were so bummed. We pretty much Ooh. stayed in the city the whole time. We never actually got out into the countryside or anything. Um, yeah. you know, this was well before the internet was widely available. So it's not, yeah. I mean, but just walking around the city was so amazing and the sights and the sounds yeah. was just mesmerizing and, uh, yeah. really memorable. So that might be it. I was also okay. really super enchanted by Prague. Uh, first mm -hmm. time we, we've been there. And, I've always wanted to go to Prague. Yep. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. Yep. Marrakesh was amazing. Uh, you know, the markets mm. and all of that. And then we yeah. we did some safaris in, in several different uh, sub-Saharan African countries. Those were incredible, too. Awesome. The diving in... Um, oh, man, I've got so many places. So many things. But, for, okay, I'll, I'll go with Tokyo. I mean, still. I mean, Tokyo, Tokyo in part because yeah. of the experience, but also just because of the time of our lives and, and how much it meant yeah. for us as a young married couple. So I'll say Tokyo, yeah. and then we need one do you remember, more. Uh, do you remember what time of year you were there in Tokyo? Was it, it was, cherry blossom It was the time season? of the cherry blossoms. Oh, awesome. Everything yeah. was blooming like crazy. So we did, so like I said, we didn't get out into the countryside, but we did walk around in some country parks and whatnot, or, you know, yeah. some city parks, and, and yeah. got to see stuff in bloom. It was amazing. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Michelle oh, and, I went and a few years ago. we um, rode in an elevator because because we were there um, with Sony, we were staying at a uh -huh. very swank upscale hotel, and oh. um, you know they had a nice buffet, and we got into the hotel, uh, leaving the buffet, and who else should get into the uh, elevator? But I believe it was Lance Bass of. <laughs> oh, really? Was it? Was it? Is that Insync or Boys to Men? I can't remember whichever. Which I want to say Insync. Yeah, I think it was the Insync. I believe it was Lance Bass. Wow. And Jen had no idea who it was, and yeah. I said, "Oh," and you know, and Jen kind of realized, and, and she kind of picked up. And was like, "Oh, I, I'm sorry, are you somebody famous?" And he said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in this band called Insync." And Jen said, "Oh, that's very cool. So where have you?" Well, you know, and interestingly, her choice, her question was, "So, uh, what's your favorite place you've been to in the world?" <laughs> because oh, really? Yeah, and, and, and uh, totally <laughs> coincidental. So that's funny. Yep. Oh wow. I mean, yep, he probably um, he probably appreciated that more than the average question he gets. I mean, Jen was right, trying. Okay, right. I got I got to ask this guy something he hasn't been asked fifty billion times. I don't know who Insync is. I don't care. Okay, yeah. if he's traveled around the world, this will be interesting. And I and you know, so I hope he remembers that um, great. encounter he had. 
with a couple of Americans in a in a hotel elevator in Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo is absolutely beautiful. Michelle and I we visited Lauren, our daughter studied there for oh. a year when she was in college so we got to visit her during cheddar Ross's. We, we were there for like i think 12 days and oh man we ate ramen every day we ate sushi like almost every other day and oh god so 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 good and uh the sights and sounds are beautiful okay. yeah so one we more. got uh the philippines and tokyo one and two um all right let's stay wow. out the far east now let's uh okay <laughs> now let's let's come back a little bit here um yeah anything else really jump out at you I mean, I you know, I've I've enjoyed my time in Mexico. I've enjoyed my time in Canada, yeah. um, different parts of the U.S. I, I don't know. What about you? you you're definitely more. Prague was amazing. Um, also, we yeah. were both very fond of the trip we took to Denmark, uh, where we learned the oh, word "hulig," okay. which is a what, doesn't. That? They say it doesn't really translate in English, but the closest it comes into is warmth and comfort amongst friends and family. Uh, or oh, something like, like that. that, and that's just uh, that's their natural, their their national um, byword. Everyone wants to be Hulig all the time, and we thought it was beautiful, um, uh, Copenhagen. And although, man, Prague was so beautiful. Uh, I mean, that's on my bucket list. I feel like that should be it, right there. Oh, oh, you, but you know, okay, no, I, I mean, Jen would, I, Jen would not forgive me if I didn't uh, put on the list of top three Venice. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, another place on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we we were there for a week. Did Venice? Did Murano? Did Burano, Um, You know, uh, saw the whole thing, and and it was it was amazing, and it was magical. So yeah, I'll give Venice another one. So that that's a good top three. Cool, awesome, cool. cool. Now All I see right. Mom Gamer requested a trivia. So here's the deal: we're gonna spin the wheel, and oh, if my okay. name comes up, I think I've already delivered some trivia this week. You have, yeah. I think so. Uh, okay. and I, I just, I, I paid ahead of time, but let me go on ahead and turn yeah. on the wheel let me get my... and, uh, I think I've reset it. Yes, I have. Okay. And let's okay. see if we get some trivia. Do, do, do spin, 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 trivia, spin. And it's me. And you. I choose, Hey, how did I get my first starring role on stage? Please yeah. see two hours ago. I've already told that trivia story. <laughs> Box Good picked. Woohoo! All right. All right, we've got uh, well like done, seven man. minutes. Uh, you want to do a, uh, this or that? Yeah, let's do that. It, it's I, yours I and my favorite thing, I know. Yeah, we love that. All right. All right, folks, this or that. Put them in chat, and we'll um, give you a quick answer as far as this or that. Exactly. Yep. Uh, peanut okay. butter or jelly. Yes. Um, oh, there's a bunch of uh, Q&A stuff. Q we, we could get those uh, next time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. we'll do that next time. Yep, yeah. Come back. We'll be back next week, folks, and we'll do some more Q&A. Yep. So sorry for the Q&As that have come in now. Um, mm -hmm. All righty. Are they starting to come in yet? Do I need to bring in a list? Uh, start bringing the list. I, I just I got to highlight this one comment from my friend, Sir Bearsworth. He says, you heard it here first, folks. Rado was an honorary member of NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I okay, like it. I'll take go. it. I will take uh, it. Hot dogs or hamburgers? Um, ha hot dogs, actually. Oh, really? Hamburgers for me. Yep. For sure. I mean, I, I uh, very rarely... And maybe it's because I just so rarely get them. Whereas hamburgers are so ubiquitous. That It might be a... You know... All right. Are they yeah. coming more? Because I got a list over here. Okay, dark chocolate or mar milk chocolate? Oh, milk, um, milk, milk. Dark chocolate for me. No, it's just chocolate. it's just slightly sweetened dirt. Oh no! It's it's, it's just basically it's it's one step removed chocolate. from tree oh, bark. So good. I love milk, uh, dark chocolate. Okay, <laughs> uh, peanut butter or almond butter? I don't know that I've ever tried. 
So I'm just going to say peanut butter because I do really like a really good chunky peanut butter so much. Yeah, I I've tried them both. I, I right now I prefer uh, peanut butter. Um, for many many years, my favorite just quick snack food, and it's not good for me at all. Just getting a big old spoon, big old chunk of chunky peanut butter. Go to the fridge. Yeah. Just a big old dab of whatever jam we've got in the fridge, and just oh, oh wow, just straight from the jar. Oh my. Yep. God. Yeah. No. Don't waste the, any time on the bread. The bread's just a waste <laughs> of time. You're here for the main event. Uh, just cut right to no no uh, hors d'oeuvres, no bread. Amazing. Uh, Stacey Everdell says, tea or coffee? I know you're not a coffee drinker. Um, I neither. used to enjoy coffee, but uh, neither for you. I, I enjoy tea now. Uh, oh, Stacey also says, a deck builder or tableau builder? Ooh. Oh, wow. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say tableau builder. Uh, it implicitly means you have more control. You're building a long-term thing. Uh, at the end of the game, you're like, look, here is what I've built. As opposed to, yeah. look, here is what I've built. I think yeah. it's more satisfying. Um, I, I, that's that's the word I want to use, too, is satisfying. Like I look at the game, and at the end, like when you have that tableau built, it is more satisfying. Oh, that's a tough one, though. That's yeah, a good I'll, one. I'll, it's a good one, yeah. That's really good. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go tableau builder. Very, very slightly uh, uh, choosing tableau builder. Okay, um, Rare Norb, okay, uh, Paris or Rome, my friend. I have not been to either, unfortunately. I've been to both. Um, honestly, oh, wow, that's a good one, too. Honestly, only for the food, I'm going to say Paris, because fresh really? crepes in Paris are a thing not to be missed. And that's not to say there aren't, is obviously there's amazing food in Rome, too. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, at the end of the day, I think in terms of sights to see, Rome wins, but... Okay. Oh man, the one time we spent a few a weekend in Paris, uh, there's this one little crepe place on the corner. Man, uh, you know it's a bucket list thing to get back there before we die because uh, they were so yeah. good. Nice. Uh, as for me, I've traveled to Vegas, which has the Paris Hotel <laughs> and Caesar's Palace. I would choose Caesar's Palace. <laughs> uh, okay, here's a pizza question: um, thin crust or deep dish? I'm thin crust all the way. Oh I yeah, like totally, one hundred percent. If if yeah, if my if my wife is cooking it, you might as well call it a cracker crust. Uh, nice, because yeah. she likes to get it nice and crunchy. I like that, like a good margarita pizza, right? Mm-hmm. I love that crispy. Oh, just oh, so good. Uh, Bing is asking Big Mac or Whopper. Um, Big Mac for me. Yeah, I think so too. I don't yeah. really have strong feeling. I mean, that, that is not what I would get from either of those establishments. Yeah, what, what what would you get? I don't know what I would well, get. Well, Big Mac doesn't have bacon. Well, first of all, it's going to be whatever they got that has the most bacon on it, quite frankly. With bacon, yeah. Because you honestly, like your bacon. I'm there yeah. for the bacon. <laughs> yeah. I think when we were at Dice Tower West at Smashburger, didn't the special have bacon on it? That's the Oh, the my God. The, their, their special they had at Smashburger was bacon and a fried egg and yeah. their smash sauce, and it was amazing. Yeah. Something about that fried egg on a burger, folks. Oh, mm-hmm. that, that's so good. Yeah, absolutely healthy for you, too, from what I understand. Oh, of course. Very, um, very. Uh, Goblin says, uh, hot or cold shower? Give me a hot one. I do not understand. Yeah. I'm, I, I, uh, I, I appreciate the, you know, the, the health benefits of it, and um, I'm, I'm a big yeah. believer in any, you know, doing whatever our bodies evolved to do. And you know what? For the vast majority of our evolutionary history, we did not have access to hot water, and we were probably having to jump into cold water until our body is tuned towards that, but still, no. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, in, uh, instead of water, how about a hot or cold climate? Hmm. Huh. Honestly, I, I, yeah. What? A... I mean, well, cold climate is 
you know, in our modern day life is easier to deal with. Uh, it is easier yes. to get warm in a cold environment than to get cold in a warm environment. Right. That said, I think I prefer a hot environment. I mean, I did. I, I, I love being hot. I love nothing. Nothing makes me happier for all the years we lived in Malta on a, you know, sweltering 90 degree plus day for whatever reason, going out into the car and just getting in and closing the door. And it'd be, I mean, it'd be over 110 degrees in there and just, Oh, it's in my bones. Oh, it's really weird. And Jen would be like, Oh, I'm going to die. Get the top down. Cause we did have a, uh, uh, convertible when yeah. we lived in Malta. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like, a. a uh, a hot dry climate yeah i think i, I mean I've, I've lived in hot dry climates all my life so that's what i'm used to i don't know if i could leave live in a cold climate i'm just i do enjoy the snow and everything but I'm yeah me too i mean to, nothing against yeah. it i i think it's all perfectly yeah. I, if i had to pick though i'd probably rather would rather live in a in a hot place than a cold place same okay uh let's see horror what horror or thriller movies Oh, okay, I get it. So, thriller meaning like, uh, I don't know, intense or horror. I'm thinking like gore. Well, yeah. Hor- you know, um, well, I mean thrillers. I honestly, I've got nothing yeah, against horror films, me. but I'm not really drawn to them. You know, yeah. I, I feel like I've seen all the ones I'm supposed to see, and I'm just like, oh, okay. I, but I, yeah, I, to me, uh, there's no real interesting titillation or anything that I get out of them. I'm the same. I, I just, I, you, know, you know, here's a funny story. Way back in the day, I, I might have shared this before. My uh, uncle owned a video store, and one summer, me and my cousins and my brothers, we borrowed every single horror movie they had. Friday, oh. All the Friday the 13th, <laughs> all the Halloweens, all the Exorcists. And I saw them all, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I think I just pretty much just burned myself out. There them, you go. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, final one here. Rare Norb asks, uh, Chinese or Italian food? Oh, Italian food. Did we food. answer this before? Yeah. I'm going to go with Chinese. I, I really enjoy Chinese. I, I love Italian food. Don't get me wrong. But Chinese, I think, is uh, more my jam. Yeah. Um, I, I remember answering this before. I don't remember what it was in response to. But, I mean, for me, the problem with yeah. Chinese is I, the, the sweet and sour mix. You know, or the, the yeah, sweet and right. the savory, the sweet and the sour. I've just The only one, place I want sweet is in desserts. And if you put anything else sweet, it's just like instant. I mean, pineapple on pizza, <laughs> no thank you. Uh, you know, really? any, any okay. form, yeah. you know, uh, a, a sweet barbecue sauce will ruin the entire meal for me. Wow. That's our one argument. I'm, I am pro pineapple on pizza. Friend. <laughs> I, I do like that mix of, of sweet. And I know that's a pretty uh, hot take on my uh, part, but I do like the, uh, pineapple and pizza. Now, yeah. Chinese food. Like, do you do dim sum? Like I love dim sum. Rep- remind just, me what that is. Dim sum is like the little, um, you know, you like like um, shumai or hargao. They're like little dumplings, basically. Oh yes, dumplings. dumplings yes, I mean, pork. if if I'm going there, it's hopefully oh, hopefully they've got some dumplings I will enjoy, um, yeah. you know, because those tend to not be too heavy on the sauce. Oh, now you're supposed to dip them, I guess, yeah. but I just don't dip them and yeah. keep them from being sweet. Yeah, I, I could eat that all day. But anyways, okay, uh, folks, we are at the two o'clock mark here. Of the yes, Pacific, which means that we are wrapping up. Yep, um, and I believe you said you had somebody. You said you had somebody you wanted to raid today. Is that correct? Yeah. Let's let me see if uh, there, folks. We um, hopefully we can raid Board Game Spotlight. Uh, that is the channel that uh, Derek and Lizzie Funkhauser are um, in charge of. They also do a podcast, folks. I am now on a part of their regular crew Ooh. on their podcast. Uh, so we've been doing it every couple of weeks. We talk about board games and they release it on uh, you know wherever you can get your podcast. Uh, they're streaming Hero Realms today. Oh, so cool, cool. What what, what was it again? To see that. Yeah, love that game. Uh, BG Spotlight. Uh, BG board game one spotlight. word. 
Uh, yes. There we go. BG Spotlight. Yeah, Derek. Okay. Um, Twitch and uh, oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Oh, they're playing um, Hero Realms. Yep. 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 Okay. Cool. Cool. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, well, everybody, go tell Doctor Funk Twenty Seven that we say <laughs> hi, and yes. uh, remember to come back. Well, come back tomorrow to Twitch uh, to catch Ruel playing World Dominations. I yeah, I, that is an excellent game. Love this game. Thank you. Yeah, eight a.m. Pacific, uh, eleven p.m. Eastern, folks. Uh, here on my channel, Ruel Gaviola. Yep, I'm going to be soloing this, and I'll also be. I mean, it, it's fantastic. Come it's on a, it is great, out. and um, yeah. and I'm really curious to hear about the so, the co-op mode too, because that's very yeah. intriguing to me. And then yeah. uh, this Thursday, uh, come back to noon PST to this channel, and you will go up against me and Ruel in Paris on tour. And you'll be able yeah. to play along with us if you've got a printer. Okay, then let's go on ahead and hit the big purple button and start the process. And, uh, yep, okay, so it looks like it's uh, getting ready to go. And, uh, cool. yeah, uh, meet meet Ruel's other partner in, in crime, his partner in podcasting. And yeah. uh, have a good day, everybody. Raid! Go, 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 go! Okay. Did and so, cooperative. There it is. Right. It rated. It rated so successfully. He and I are going yep. to work together to try to defeat yep. the boss. Cool. Yep. It looks and like he's. Of us he hasn't noticed anything yet. Uh, then we lose. Oh, We're going to use a central market. Come on, man! Come on! Look at the thing. Some of our abilities. Is Derek new at this? Because he didn't. Each other. He didn't have any kind of like notice or anything like that. That pops yeah, up. He's, for the most part, yeah, he's. Yeah, uh, he's. He mainly streams on Facebook Live, down. and uh, he's giving uh, Twitch a try. So I figured, you know. Oh, I see. So this is new for him. We got here with two fighters. Yeah. He has no idea. Come on, Derek. Look over here. You can read a little bit of the text here, as far as. Yeah, nope. Gold Tooth and the Marauders. Still not looking. Come oh, on, Derek. They're really good at fighting. So we thought, hey. Derek, come on, man. Come on, Derek. This isn't Facebook anymore, buddy. You get raided. <laughs> so let's take it in here. Yep, he's just going to go ahead and start playing. This is the hero. A half an hour from now, he will look over at the chat and realize. Oh, oh, my gosh. Co op part okay. is also. Well, thanks for raiding them. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. I'm actually watching. Okay. Um, turn right I'm going to go uh, get a snack. All right, all right. I'll see you on Thursday. Good times. Thank you. See you Thursday. Bye bye. And I'm going to. Oh, I haven't hit the button. I need to hit the button.